Yeah, so, so we'll talk about this talk beer about really quick. We don't have to talk about the beer. Well, I like it, though. All right, well, you can talk about it. It's called Zmajska Pivovara. Mm. And so it says here this is the first Croatian craft beer. So, Jake, what's a Zmaj? A dragon. Oh, is that what they call them in Croatia land? So it's like a it's like the dragon brewery. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty cool because, I mean, I think the flavor is pretty good. Oh, hey, are we are we on? Are we live? Yeah. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Phil Dragish. This is the voice of Phil. And the other one opposite me. This is the voice of Jake. Hopefully you can discern which one I'm is which. I'm pretty sure you can discern. We talked you know, about this before. It's just that but... comment that I, we got from Frank Ireland's friend that uh, kind of yeah. put me off. It was like, oh, no. Jacob and me sound alike, but that's okay because we got stereo. We have stereo now. Yeah. Phil is usually on the left, I'm on the right. Really? Yep. <sighs> because we're sitting in, for me, yeah, my okay, perspective I get it. is I left. Get, I get it, I get it. All right, cool. Well. But I think you can tell the difference. I don't know. I feel like it. Listen, well, listen to my slurry voice and listen to your crisp, clear, golden voice. Syrup. It's a syrup voice. Syrupy. Syrupy. So hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode Yes, it's been quite We're a while here. since it's been a while since the episode of Jake. Hey, how would that go? What well, do you I wanted to shout out, make a couple of shout outs really quick, just to say thanks to everyone who, first of all, listened to the episode. Wow! And thank you so much for giving feedback. Thank you so much for your encouraging words. Uh, it was really nice to hear. And um, yeah, thanks to Joan, Petra, Jeroen. I believe that's Jeroen. Jeroen, I think Jeroen. is the correct pronunciation. I looked it up on Google. <laughs> And so I think that's good. And thanks for your guys's um, engagement. And thank you also for you know posing those um, you know difficult questions. It's all important. It's part of the process. And um, yeah, and thanks for for you guys also who commented not on Facebook. You guys said some amazing stuff and some really nice, encouraging words. And also just um, sharing your thoughts and being honest. And I really appreciate that. So thanks a lot for that. I think it was pretty good. Wow, listen to that, Jacob. You're there actually you're getting the hang of talking to yourself. For a change. I know. Watch a little TV for a change. So thanks again, guys, a lot for that. And uh, yeah, that was a little Great recap. Great, Scott. Yeah. Well, um, before we did uh, our last podcast, mm-hmm. Poscat podcast, whatever you want to call it. Um, By the way, can we, I was wondering, like the Poscat, was that? We, should, was we should trace the roots. It was Tim. Well, look, Special Agent Frank Ireland is yeah. on the case. Space Cup is here. Space Cup is on the case. Frank Frank Carlin is awesome. Uh, yes. So what, what is the rule? So I of? wanted to say, like before we started this new podcast, mm-hmm. this kind of marks something, and what it marks is, of course, that it's beyond October twenty first, twenty fifteen, and therefore, when we started your podcast yesterday, <laughs> mine was a couple of days ago, thirteenth and fifteenth. Yeah, release dates. That was still when Back to the Future was taking place in the future. That's right. Now it takes place in the past. Just wanted to commemorate that because well, we I have think some we stuff have to, to commemorate about, that but. thing. And it's interesting that you noted that it's surprising as well to me as it is to you that how big of an event the Back to the Future oh, yeah. commemoration is because. I was also under the impression that it was kind of an under-the-radar thing, which only, yeah. you know, people who liked Back to the Future, who are more interested in watching it multiple times, That's right. and who are, you know, quote-unquote, more nerdy. So that was my impression. But it turns out that 
it's actually it quite a big deal globally. A landslide. And there was all kinds of stuff popping up Events. from USA Today. Yeah. Changing their logo. Yeah. To interviews to Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd, you know, popping up on Jimmy Kimmel to like and, do their yeah, reenacting. reenactment and interviews. Well, not reenactment, and but yeah. What else was there? Uh, you know, the Blu-ray came out the 30th edition. I didn't even think. I wouldn't uh, The Nike fathomed. mags, the self-lacing. Pepsi Perfect. Pepsi, Pepsi Perfect. Perfect. I, mean, I was really surprised. And, it, and on top of that, of course, we have the re-release of the films. One day only. Which, you know, completely astonishing that they actually showed them in Croatia. And we got to see it. And we October got to see 21st, 2015. The first and second films. I'm not sure why they didn't include the third one, which would have been a nice we could have stayed. Off, yeah, we easily could have stayed there for we could another have. two hours. But it's just amazing because that stuff doesn't happen here. You know? No. That is not, it's watching cinemas? not part of the, the cultural vibe when it comes to not films and showing movies here. So that was a, that was a pleasant surprise. We'll get surprise. into that. We'll get into soon. that. But I'm just you know, mentioning the, yeah. the hullabaloo mm-hmm. and everything that happened around Back to the Future because that is very, you know, it's quite interesting. But I think it's cool because it is, at least in the States, it's more of a culturally significant film. In, in a modern sense, you know, yeah. it is 80s, but I think that everyone, it kind of resonated with a lot of people, I think. And so there's a reason why it's That's so right. popular. Oh, Space Dog's back. Oh, Space Cop's back. Right on time. Right on time with us talking about Star Wars. I believe you mean right on the tick. Right on the tick. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And also we put the video of us. Actually yeah, we did the thing with you wanted to do. Looking uh, real time, um, right. roughly speaking. Um, Man, you know what's funny? We didn't check. I bet. Oops. I bet there was a. I wonder if anyone did it else on YouTube. There would probably be some people. Oh, that's probably there. true. So our friend Kirk, uh, he actually went above and beyond what I even anticipated to do because I live in Europe and so do you. But we actually live in Chicago in our high tech studio. Yeah. And what all I wanted to do was just be there. Long time ago, I said wherever we would be, we would make a Back to the Future marathon and watch all three films. But in the middle of this would be October. 21st, 2015, on 429 p.m. California time. And uh, all I wanted to do was, if there was nothing else that could be done based on where we are and if we were available to watch the movies, you know, all at once. Why is Wolfie barking? He's gone. Until I start talking again. No, he's gone. And uh, so we just had to get that date, exact minute, exact hour, exact day, and the exact month, and the exact year, to just get to that actual timeline. Because then for us, it feels we're actually in the film. We it are is in the movie. The future. And this hasn't happened for the 30 years. Well, not 30 years. It was 27 years because they filmed this in oh, 1988. Well, but just count based off the release date. You mean based off the time in... The movie, sorry. 1985. Which coincides with the release date. So, just for 30 years, it's been 2015. Man. The future. And now, it's the present and this 30-year journey. So, if this was a real time machine, which doesn't exist, I mean, there's all kinds of different theories about that, but um, if this was real, it would have taken them that long for us to see Marty, Doc, and Jennifer, and I think Einstein was in there, but he was in... Wow, good question. Where did Einstein go? But yeah. Well, he said he was in some kind of... uh, Hyperbolic... Yeah, state or something. He's like, I didn't even know we were gone. Yeah, I and mean, that's amazing. So now it's been 30 years since 85. And so we did, so we did that video. Sorry, yeah. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah we did the video. And uh, it's good to be there. But Kirk went above and beyond, and he actually he scheduled a entire watch-a-thon with that in there. And he also kept track of the entire future 
events that were happening in 2015 in Hill Valley on that momentous occasion. I didn't do that. Well, no, he did also the exact time when uh, they actually cut through the space-time right. con- continuum My, and into the future. Yeah, this was a little bit of an oversight by me because I wanted to actually do that too, but I was assuming that uh, Doc would be looking at the clock and the clock would be at, at any point in 4.29 p.m. Yeah, I think but it's fine. That's when you're, good. But then I just remembered after the fact, after we've done the video and everything, that Doc would have put the coordinates to 4.29 p.m. and it would have gone exactly after the third flash when the time machine came in, 4.29 p.m. 00, because there are no seconds to... Yeah, cut off. Into the, the, the screen cut is off, cut off, but and you can see that. I'm sure on the um, time placement device, you can't choose the seconds. Probably not. So it would have been on the tick, and I should have done that. But instead, I sort of assumed that it would be at any time. I think it's good enough that we roughly got it. Yeah, but you don't get another chance at this. The idea was to just commemorate the the time that this happened. And also, it was 1 a.m. over here. And That's I was true. really tired, and I couldn't It was 1 a.m., 1.30, I think. That's well, we did it. Time. We did correct California time and everything, so that was really great. So but now we're here. What else did we do? We went to watch. We're knights of a round table. We're dons when we're able. <laughs> and that was another another flash of lightning. What, uh, you know what? An amazing, 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 amazing Monty thing. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Their 40th anniversary. There was anniversary. an actual screening here. Yeah. Uh, one day only. Exactly. I went and saw that. With that was Petra, our with friend, Petra, yeah. of course. She'll always be with us when we're watching movies. Absolutely. And her sister. That's right, her sister. Yeah. Was that was so cool. we all went to watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and that was magical. In fact, it was so often that we watched it that most of the jokes kind of really, really ran dry. Mm. Even watching it in the cinema, I liked it. Of course, I enjoyed watching it, but, you know, the thing about humor and uh, laughter as a human emotion is that it's something that's unexpected. So Yeah, I think that's the nature of humor is that it's unexpected. And so <laughs> when you expect everything Nobody expects the Spanish yeah. Inquisition. For me it was a similar experience. I enjoyed a lot though watching it with an audience. Mm-hmm. Um even you know, though the felt, audience wasn't Yeah. We should talk about that a little bit later when we get to Back to the Future as well. But it's cool watching with an audience at least and kind of feeling like it's an event. <laughs> Uh, when when you watch these older films, what I love to do, and I always just kind of trans- try to transport myself, this happens automatically, is I try to imagine myself as a viewer in the 70s. That's what we did. Watching. Uh, with the original Back to the Future. Well, yeah. Oh, the 25th that was great. Oh, anniversary. I love that. that was in, excellent. At AMC Theaters in Indianapolis. It was close. It was Castleton. It was the November when Marty went back in time. Yeah, man. I love that. That was probably one of the, my favorite experiences watching any movie in cinema because. First of all, the screen was great. The Blu-ray had just been released, so... Excuse me. <coughs> this is 2010, by the 2010. way. 2010. The Blu-ray was just released, so I think that, you know, there was a new transfer of the film. Super crisp. We never saw the film this sharp, uh, having watched it only on DVD prior to that. And what I loved about it was just that the theater was packed. Uh, the audience knew the film so well. Yeah. And because of that, uh, they were really engaged in the film, and there was just, you know, all the beats with the humor... We all laughed together. We all yeah, had a great time. Yeah. Uh, the jokes all worked, and it really felt like you were there watching the movie for the first time. Yeah, you know, if it had had it been, you know, as it was released in 1985, and that's what I felt like. It kind of, it really felt like it was the 80s for me. I have no idea what the 80s was, was like, great. but it felt like it. Yeah, and it was great because you know, um, 
Yeah, and just the whole vibe, especially when you got to see Hill Valley in the 80s, you know, it was so sharp, and it really yeah. felt like a real place, and I felt like, oh, dude, we're here with Marty and Jennifer and Doc, we're going to do this whole thing. And I love that screen, it was great. There's a couple of guys dressed as Marty as well, yeah. with the jumpsuits, you know, that always, you know, helps. And one, one of... guy was dressed as Doc. Was there a Doc? Yeah. That was great. That was an Indiana. Well, that was one of the best screenings, I think. Ever. And then, flash forward to 2015. We're here. And we were given the opportunity... By Petra, I think she actually yeah, Petra found it, I think. told us about yeah. this, and so we went with her, and you, and me, October twenty first, twenty fifteen, into the cinema, watched a back to back, Back to the Future special extravaganza. Before we get to that, let me finish my thoughts on Monty Python because that's where we stopped. We kind of trailed off to the. And what's interesting is that with Monty Python, is that you know it was enjoyable to watch the film with other people, but I did notice that it is a very strange film, and just the way it's structured and the way it's paced, it's really it really is a compilation of sketches essentially, but at the same time it's kind of bizarre. And, uh, you know, I this is the first time I noticed that it really is, you can tell that this is very much a, what would you call that, kind of a, you know, it, it's made roughly in the sense that not all the shots are perfect. Uh, yeah. You know, there's like blurry shots, there's shots that don't necessarily work. You know, some of the makeup Underexposed here, shots. Underexposed shots. Some of the makeup doesn't work here. Some of the cuts could have been better and these kinds of things. But that's part of it because it feels like this was the Monty Python sketch crew you know, making a debut film. And I thought that was interesting because you can kind of tell that, you know, we kind of have this picture that it's this perfect movie. When you watch it, you can tell that it's really just, um, that it is, you know, it's sloppy in areas and stuff like that. And it was interesting to see that. But what I also noticed was that, like you said, the humor. The humor, you know, we all love Monty Python's Hilarious, but once you've seen it, you know the jokes, you know it's coming. And so that's what I thought. I thought this time it was the funniest of the stuff I didn't notice. Yes. The little moments that you didn't Which notice Which one before. was the one that both made us laugh Definitely really much? Definitely top of the line is... Roger. Roger the Shrubber. <laughs> but I love those moments. Just the perfect we, that, place. I, for some reason, all these years, that just... Just went, went over our heads. Above, over our heads and uh, didn't understand. And here he comes. Oh. I love it. I love it. I'm a Shrubber. That is my trade. I am Roger the Shrubber. I love it. I love those things. That one comes to mind. Uh, I also liked the scene with Sir, the Sir, Lancelot, Sir Lancelot, you know, just brutally killing everyone in the castle. Like, that's just, you know, yes, the nature of that of was hilarious. And of course, the, um, what I thought well, was hilarious. Of course, hilarious, we're going we're gonna to get all this knocked down. You that, see? We're going to put all this. That in, was good because I never noticed that before. It's so perfect. That's what so like a castle owner would talk about yeah. to someone. <laughs> Explaining what's going to be fitted in here and what the con- con- contractor's going to fix and stuff like that. So those moments were the most I'm funny. Not I quite dead. And yeah, yeah but, but the flow of the film was strange, wasn't it? Oh, when the movie ended. Yeah. Like we watched this hundreds of times on video on DVD, but when this movie ended in the cinema, lights went up. It just feels like it spit you out. Like, okay, show's over. Get out of here. Get out of here. It's amazing. We're done. It's amazing. It made us feel pathetic. <laughs> yeah, it kind of did. It was great. It was great. Look, and there's the old man from scene 24. Was the intention, though. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. It was great. It was great stuff. That the only cool. thing that bothers me is that the digital projector. You know, I wanted to say that as well. It's, you know, we're getting to that time right now where 2K the technology is not 
is not holding up anymore. Yeah, the 2K projectors in 2010 or, or earlier, this would have been great. But the pixels, I can see the pixels. The pixel grid, yeah. I can see the pixel grid, especially when you're sitting in the middle of the theater. Yeah, and that's and the, that's the, the in that in my in my opinion, front and center, but even a little bit closer, so your entire vision gets in, wrapped into the picture. I don't mm-hmm. know what you think about that. Well, I, th- I like to actually be at I least like that. I like to be level with the screen, so at least you feel like you're not looking up at the screen. Well, I don't like the looking up either, but, but the I idea, the principle is that you want your entire field of vision to be uh, surrounded by the picture. Yeah, and therefore proper framing needs to be done. Proper framing but does people ignore that. that now, which is a totally different topic, That's which different I will topic. not get into. But the key is, yeah, I guess, to have your whole field of, yeah. field of vision covered, which I think, yeah, makes sense. And so far, it's been fun viewing films like that versus, dun, of course, dun, in the back dun, dun, where you dun, just get this dun, little dun, window, dun, 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 dun. like you said before. Yeah, going all the way in the back, which but most the creation pixels, audiences like going to the back. They love the back. I have no idea why. They, like, they like having the picture look as small as it does on their TV. TV. Um, Great movie. Good fun. Just yeah, so now, now, we, now we really need just these projectors to come in. Which yeah. Why I would like to see, you know, there are these 4K cinemas coming in here, at least. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what it's like anywhere else. But, you know, I'd like to see a movie to see how the the higher resolution projectors work. But unfortunately, every time we look at the the lineup for the movies coming out, it's never a movie we want to see. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Hey, let's go and watch Spectre. Let's do it. 4K, right? Nope. The third, whatever the thing is. Mocking birds. Yeah, bird mocking or whatever. Weird. <laughs> so that's unfortunate. So on to the next. Well, Monty Python was great, too. Monty Python was great. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> dun, 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 I felt like because we watched this in the Back to the Future, Monty Python felt like a precursor to the It did, the it did, event. because it is essentially a sketch yeah. show, and so it's, it doesn't draw you in Mm-mm. as an audience. But what does is... October 21st, 2015. So we Back to the Future. One and two, we went with Petra. We had a burger, first of all. Oh, yeah. We had a Give burger. Give a shout out to Rocket Burger in Zagreb. Rocket Burger in Zagreb. The best burger place yeah. so far. We've Owned by those it. Canadians. Absolutely. Canadians doing American style burgers. And it was a 50s diner looking. It, so what did it do? Oh, perfect. Perfect for the aesthetic of the theme of what we were going with. Yeah, Absolutely. That's gonna so go back so in time. We did a great time. job there. We had burgers. <laughs> went up to the theater. Back in time. And it was packed. We didn't expect this because for Monty Python, either. not so many people. It was like two thirds, something like that. Mm-hmm. But this was this was packed. This was packed, which was nice. And it seemed like people were. I feel more involved in this yeah. one than Monty yeah. Python. And I would have loved to have had all three films because then it would have felt like a lock-in or something mm-hmm. like that where it's like a community thing, a community gathering where we're all here to watch these films. And well, it did feel like that, especially journey. when, you know, what I liked is it did have an intermission. Yes. Between one and two. And it was cool because you get, you know, bathroom break and all these different things. And everyone kind of was kind of talking. I heard some comments of people mentioning there was a lady next to me. And she was like, I don't remember this movie being so funny. <laughs> so funny, and it's like I like that because he kind of kind of gets some feedback as well when you watch the movie. So you watch one and two. So one, you know, classic. I still think the first one is the best of the series. Yeah, I think just because it captures something. No, I don't think it was an but I just think it's interesting because the first one captures something that I think is you know so special. But I thought of like the character dynamic and with Doc and Marty and absolutely that whole really good. The problems that he has to get. Through. What am I talking about? Just keep it's going. Okay. Just keep talking. No, I was just gonna say the first one. I love the first one a lot, and it just draws you in the story. 
takes you back. What I like a lot about Back to the Future actually and is that yeah, go ahead. Back to the Future. Too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what you say? It takes you back in time. In time. And Back to the Future. Now, what I like though about Back to the Future as well it looks is like that, an airplane. Is I, well, I feel wins. like they captured so well, kind of it's kind of quintessential, you know, time and history in the fifties in the states. Uh, it just feels like they got everything right. And the characters feel so believable in that world. It just gets you in there. And it's the same thing with the 80s, you know. It just, that's cool, you know. And plus you have the time travel element in there. Beautiful. And the problems, and it all works, and it's just funny. The first one is very funny, which is yeah. awesome. And uh, Adventurous. Yeah, they just did everything so Adventurous. Right. And always, I love that in the film, there's always, because Marty has to get back to the future. Back this to kind the future. Of overarching, you know, tension that he has to get back. So everyone's like, you know. On the edge of their seats, the entire film almost. Like he's got to, he's got to get this right. And so when you get towards the end, it's just like, no, come on, Mm -hmm. get the power thing in there, (laughs) please, please. Ah, it's great, it's great. And then the second one, and the second one. So what did you notice? Since we all know about the first one, what did you notice about the second one that you didn't notice before watching it back to back and watching it in theaters? Uh, well, Marty, I know this before, so it's not much of a. What did you What did you feel when you watched it differently? Than before, um, I felt that it was a journey because Back to the Future Two, as I mentioned on Kirk's wall, I said I liked Two because I know people try to compare it, but I don't think you can compare it because Two really felt like a second part, which means that you're not looking at characters or their developments or introducing anything. You're just playing with the concept of time and altering the space-time continuum. And it's great because you're going from one place to the next to the other to the other place and all that kind of stuff's going on. And it's just really great to to watch that kind of thing going on. <laughs> yep, I agree. What I noticed in the second film was that uh, because they were back to back, it really felt like it was adventure. surprisingly yeah. how many elements there were of the first one that were used yes, in yes. the second one. And not, not That's necessarily right. just the 50s, um, seeing the 50s from a different angle, but also there were some rehashed gags. Not in a bad way. This is not at all. Little girl, bad. little girl. Yeah, I, but, I need to borrow your. But it is interesting. Hoverboard. When you watch them so close together, you notice how much mm-hmm. of that is in there, which is interesting. There was something else I wanted to say about the second film. That's why I don't work on water. Unless you got power. <laughs> yeah. Since when did you pick up the physical type? Hmm. I think I should discuss it with my father. <laughs> right. That's what I want to say. Um. The beginning scene, remember where it's your kids, Marty. Something's got to be done about your kids. So, yeah, the beginning scene when they yeah. filmed it felt like, for some reason or whatever, felt like you the, gotta come back the, with me. The energy level Where? dropped a bit when yeah. you started the second yeah. film, and you realized, oh, I see. Okay, this is a little bit slower, which is obvious because they didn't. Yeah, it wasn't the same shoot. But then, as the film progressed, the energy level came back. Of course, you know? Jennifer's mutation from <laughs> mutation. Claudia Wells into. Elizabeth Shue, yeah, she who was a, who also has this power to mask Marty's. You know, he can't tell that she changed. Yeah, he and just, and she was just having an adventure with babysitting. That's right. In Chicago, and she came back, and mm-hmm. she changed. How does that work? But then, as the energy levels came back in the second yeah. film, especially, I love the part when they realize they have to go back. I love to it. Fifty-five, and when they go back, like this is the moment in the film that is, completely switches gears. And it's great because then at that point it becomes this kind of a kind of a true comedy adventure, especially 
when he says, get something inconspicuous. <laughs> and Marty comes in. Document, document. With his leather jacket yeah. and his sunglasses. Awesome. That, that moment is like, okay, I, I know where we're it, going with this. For me, this just felt like, a, like Back to the Future 2, just for me, is this great journey. It's a great journey yeah. through time and space and alternate realities. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like it. And three is all about the West, and one is all about fixing uh, his parents. And which is great. That's the solid stuff. But, you know, like the second one is just meant to be the second part. And I like it. I, I, there's a lot to talk about it, you but we're not going to talk about it. Saying, you kind of get more. And also when we were in the cinema. Yes. Uh, lots of cheering going on for different lines. I mm-hmm. mean, in the States would be more. Here, not yeah, so Yeah, it was much. a little bit less than at least. Yeah, the, but at least when he's like, October 21st, 2015. Or and 2015. And I, the whole know, audience cheered at that. We all went, Which was great. And, I I, and, and it kind of died down and I just went, woo! And everybody really? else was like, yeah. Oh, perfect. And then at the end, we all clapped, and I had to go like this. So everybody else <laughs> clapped. So it's like, get a move on, everyone. No, that was good. I liked it that, that everyone kind of. And it just kind of felt a little bit unfair that we couldn't see the third one because the ending was one of my favorite endings. I really love that. It's like, I'm back. I'm back from the future. It was also interesting to note that some of the cultural references were different, obviously. The audience reacted like the the classic joke of Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. Ronald Reagan. That got a laugh, but it was a mild laugh. No, it didn't get any laugh. It didn't get any laugh at all? No. I'm the only one that laughed. Wow. See? Big difference there. Who's vice president? Jerry Lewis? When Jerry Lewis... Nothing, just... But in the States, when we watched it, for the 25th anniversary... Huge laugh. That was like Ronald the joke. Reagan. That the was actor? the joke in the film. Yeah. Which was interesting to notice. And Petra, guess what? She wanted to watch it with us because she saw she's a big fan of Back to the Future 1, Back yeah, to the but, Future 3. But not the second one. She never saw the second yeah. one. How can you see three and not see the second one? So this was a new like, experience for her. That is cool. That is cool. And it was all worth it in the end because then we could watch it Now she together. has the complete picture. And then she got to see the alternate 1985. Ta-da. Ta-da. Yep. Crazy stuff. 27th floor. Yeah, I always notice how Marty looks different in the second and third. Yeah, floor. he does. He does look different. Well, that's that's back to the future. That was our experience that this was our whole experience time. The whole time. Um, it was great. It was back to the future, and I hope there'll be more old movies we can watch. Oh, in, I hope so. Now, one thing I would land. like to do, though, is I think that, you know, if they show an old movie, I would love to just see it on either film, would be great. Because that would be the true. That'd be the true way. Experience, you know, film or you know. But knowing me, you know, high like, resolution. You know me, right? I always am saying soon. Actually, even now, it's it's there. It's there. What's there? This technology is there. I know, but it takes a long time for the cinema change. Like, no, these yeah, pictures are yeah. good. They're good. It's there. It's going to be just as good as film. But in our case, we didn't see it just as good as film. Because yeah. film has that kind of, it just has that natural quality. It has that organic vibe. <laughs> so anyway, what else are we the like? What else did we do? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. hello, hello, Dad's home. That's kind of it for now. Dad's I mean, like, home, <laughs> king of the castle. I don't know what what else is there. Well, we we we're, we're well. Guess what, Jacob? What? Bella? Guess what, Jacob? What? Getting through the Star Wars parsecs to Episode Seven. We did it again at the same time. Yeah, but we're not starting yet. We just want to talk okay. about Star Wars Episode 3 because that's the movie we watched. We watched it machete order. So we're on this, uh, the machete order. Yeah. Talking about this. Forget the there's machete order. There's a lot of order. orders, you know. There's a lot, there's all kinds but of orders. But this one is the suggested one if you want to put the prequels in there. Yeah. So we're on this little series yeah. called 
Parsecs to episode seven. Yep. Which is basically our... You know what other people call it? No. I remember like there was a magazine or something and they called it The Road to Episode 7. The Road. But there are Where no... we're going, we don't need roads! There are not that many roads. You know, I mean, there are in Coruscant, but you know, mostly space. <laughs> parsecs. Parsecs. Made the Kessel Run in less than 12 well, parsecs. parsecs. So, it's what's the argument here? Anyway, uh, what we've been doing this whole time since, uh, I don't know, August last year? Because I just... accident actually. I accidentally started talking about Star Wars Episode 4, a.k.a. Star Wars. Um, I watched the Harmies Despecialized Edition way back then, and then I started talking about it on this podcast a long time ago, and I started just telling Jacob the Actually, story. I can, t- I can tell you right now. I, I started telling you the story of uh, the entire film, With as if I watched it for the first time. Out, I can tell you. Oh, the brand, yes, yes. Brand spanking new. No wonder this circuit fails and says made in Japan. What are you talking about, Doc? All this stuff is made in Japan. Incredible. All right, so The Legend of Yavin 4. Mm-hmm. That was in August. You're absolutely correct. I was correct. Last year, right? Last year in yeah. August. And I just did that accidentally. Didn't even think this would be a thing. But then when episode 7 was coming out, I'm starting like sounding like Marty McFly. <laughs> For some reason, history's going to change. Yeah, we're we're the pinheads. That was nice. Remember the, damn, the sound damn. in the theater? That's the one it was, thing about I'm afraid it was just too darn loud. <laughs> just too darn loud. So anyway... I started doing this, and I didn't know what was like it was going to be a thing. But then, when Episode Seven was coming out soon, we were like, "Let's watch all the Star Wars movies since we haven't seen them for a long time." Contrary to popular opinion, uh, just because I like these movies so many so so much, like Back to the Future, I haven't seen that since 2010. You know, until yeah. we went to see it in the cinema. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. You know, other people probably tend to watch this, overwatch it weekly. You know? Weekly, I can't do that. Uh, but, you know, these Star Wars films, haven't seen them in years, years. It might have been 2009 when we had that marathon of all three, all six wow, movies. you're right. It's been a while. Yeah, and back then it wasn't owned by Disney and no one had any plans for a new Star Wars film. And it was kind of like, you know, yeah, it was just out there. It was cash. It was out there. So now we're in uh, Par 6 to Episode 7, so we're on our fifth film. Yeah, so the idea is basically to watch these movies as if we've never seen them before. But with the prequels, we have the thought of seeing them as if we just saw the original films. So the original right. films, we haven't seen them unless... No, no, we've seen them. <laughs> like, we're pretending. But now we're going to the prequels. Like I said, we've watched the prequels. The, the, we've watched four or five. Yeah. We're going in order. Yes. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but with the original films, it's just, I haven't seen anything. So I watched Star Wars, and I thought that yeah. was... It was strange, but it was good. It was really good and really fun at the end. That's what I thought as a person pretending to have seen it for the first time. Yes. In 1977, for example. Um, and then for Empire Strikes Back... Morty. Morty. Morty, Morty, we, we got we to gotta, we gotta go over here, Morty. I can't do the voice. I could do it better. It's In other right. episodes. It's all right. Um, and with the prequels, we obviously decided to do it with knowledge of the Star Force. Wars episode 4, 5, and 6, but without the hype, you know, without pretending we're anticipating the greatest film ever like everybody else was in 1999. Yeah, we're just watching yeah, it and so like any other episode film. Episode 1 and then episode 2 with the knowledge of episode 1 and episode 3 with the knowledge of episode 1 and 2 now. And that's where yeah, we are. That's episode where we are, exactly. Three. So we're just going to go, basically we're going to go Revenge through the film. of the Sith. We're going to recap... The entire story. It's a retelling. It's a retelling, pretty much. But you get the bonus of us giving our opinion on every single 
scene and every single thing that happens in the So film. I thought we could do it as a commentary, but commentaries won't give us time to stop reflect. and reflect and talk. The thing is, they're also commentaries. Also, these like things tend to be longer than the movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see. We should but put hey, a time I mean, if you like it, that's great because, you know, I do a lot of stupid voices and, you know, Jake's kind of here and McFly like, Farm. But it's fun. I, I think it's just fun going through the movie because it's different. It's different than simply giving a general review. It's more like just going through the Yeah, and the pretending. And pretending. And, exactly. And the thing is, like, the key is what we're trying to do also is trying to look at the film in the best possible light. Mm-hmm. So we're not trying to start from the point of saying, it's bad, let's talk about it. We're starting yeah. with the point from, who knows? This is a yeah. film. Let's see what this film has to offer. Mm-hmm. That's the entire idea. And that's what we did with one and two, I think. Yeah. I think and we I, did a pretty fair job. I, I, mean, I, I listened to it recently, the second one, and I thought it was pretty I cool. I think we, we, pretty, we, we did a pretty good job at least you know, uh, giving credit where the film deserves credit, and also the parts which we felt weren't, didn't work so well. Yeah. Let me just put a timer really quick. So, but we also have a little bonus thing where we want to talk about when we were kids and we were anticipating Star Wars Episode 3 because 2 was a huge deal with kind of nostalgia and I was 13, you were four years younger than that and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, our friend Andy was, we were all hyping it up and for Episode 1, we, it, we always it. had backyard Star Wars movies and made all that kind of stuff with the prequels in mind because we thought that was the latest and greatest because as kids... You don't really go, that sucked, but you just go, yeah, Star Wars. You know, that's made by the guys who make Star Wars. Yeah. That's the stuff. And that's my opinion is wrong because they're the ones who are, they know. who are doing the actual yeah. thing. So when came time to episode three, we already got older. So this is already, you know, I was 16. I remember. I was oh, sorry. Did I say 2003? 2005. Five. I was 16 was and you were 12 and opinions changed since then. The Star Wars... Uh, DVDs came out in 2004, the original trilogy. We pre-ordered yes. it because we thought, oh, it's exciting. Thought, First time the, on DVD, best stuff. quality we ever. This is the, the, um, the, thing. the top quality, yeah. top uh, release. It's funny you're mentioning episode three. I remember, well, that's the whole thing is episode three, that at that time, because we had this sense of wonder at episode two and one, and we were just mm-hmm. loving it, and we didn't even you know necessarily stop to think about the films, when episode three came around, I noticed that I felt a little bit less of that vibe going on. Oh, definitely. I remember at school and and things like that, it was less, people didn't really talk about it. But I do remember in class, my teacher, this was, (laughs) this was. That wasn't me, Marty, Marty. I was 12. Yeah, this was sixth grade. I remember our teacher said, our teacher said, like, before the movie came out, she's like, anybody going to watch Star Wars? The new Star Wars is coming out? Anyone excited? And I noticed, like, that was kind of a moment for me because not many people were really reacting too much. It was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend was like, yeah, definitely, definitely. And less, you know, less of that kind of hype. But then again, that's circumstantial. But I remember it did feel kind of like it was ending. I remember the prequels, yeah. the last of the prequel. I remember they had Time Magazine had a big old Darth, a big Vader, old Darth head. Vader head. And it just felt like it was kind of, you know, yeah, going down. This is the last one. And uh, I think that Lord of the Rings, we watched those, those in between two and three. And mm-hmm. at this oh, right, time, yeah. at this time, it was kind of like business, sort of like let's just get this over with. Let's watch episode three. But it was also exciting because we wanted to see maybe this would be the good one. Yeah, maybe this is going to be the yeah. one that actually. So we went to the Star Wars convention in Indianapolis because they had a full four day ceremony for the celebration three. Yeah, in Indiana, Indianapolis, we finally decided to instead of going Sunday for one day in the afternoon when mm-hmm. everybody was gone for episode two. We decided to go for four days. We went the whole four days, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And I made a huge package for George Lucas. Did you really? Yeah. 
with my movies oh, yes, and my that, portfolio. So I was thinking in my head, if we're at the convention, George is going to be there. And then if I show up, he'll be like, Phil, it's you. Uh, and like, here, George, this is for you. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, no? he already got the package. Oh, you sent it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you brought it with you. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the, the, the never-ending story of young Phil. Who keeps... This is the never-ending Well, you know, story. if put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. That's good advice, Marty. So I did it, and nothing happened, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, when we were at the convention, we have a whole commentary on video about that. You can watch yeah. on Vimeo. And we how did the much fun we today. had. And Andy was obviously absent because he was 16. And Andy he was, was like, doing teenager things. Yep. Teenager like listening things. to really loud rap music and mm-hmm. whatever was popular. I'm sorry, Andy. And Usher Confessions. Usher it's Confessions. Okay. I'm sure Andy would, would agree with us. And driving around and talking to his friends instead of going yeah. with us to watch Star Wars Episode 3. It's a thing you do, but, you know, he wasn't there, unfortunately. And I was, you know, really too bad. fat and ugly. And, <laughs> and I was, I had very greasy hair. And you can listen and watch this video that we have on Vimeo of our experience in uh, the Star Wars get... convention and how we didn't use the schedule to figure no, out what our incompetence places was, were to go. was very supreme. Supreme incompetence. Yeah, it was just walk around the hallways. And go to the main hall. Oh. And look at all the merchandise that we won't oh. buy. And that's it. I, I still days. don't understand why. But it's one of those things where you look in retrospect, you ask yourself, why did I not do this? Why? But it doesn't matter. It's it was fun either way, I think. You mean the future. Whatever. It was fun either way. Anyway, let's segue on to the... The movie itself? The main event. Because we're trying to kind of... Okay, well... Uh, trying to kind of, as yeah. usual. Let's get, let's get this... We're trying let's, to kind of... get this going. Talk about the background so, of episode three. So... We yeah, pre-ordered the tickets, three. too. At least really? we learned. In Indianapolis. No way. It was this, we watched in the and we watched And we watched at the convention, we watched this big reel, this high-definition projection reel where I fell in love with digital projection. Oh, yes. That is the, the moment. It was great. It was great. I still remember really in my mind crisp. that was quite amazing. Yeah. That projector. And the sharp corners, man. It's a crystal. sharp corners yeah. compared to film. I think we talked about this once. We probably did. It doesn't so, matter. Uh, episode 3 was coming out, blah, 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 blah. Great. We listened and heard the score. Da, 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 well, last da, thing to da, note da, is that we also da, watched... Da, da. On a personal note, we watched the third Star Wars film in the same theater. We watched episode one. Episode one. Which was cool. United Artists Theater in Indianapolis. Which was cool. So it went full circle. The circle is now complete. So let's begin. Yeah, so episode three. Um, Just before we get to the (laughs) movie itself, I just have to say, I, I think I'm missing something. I'm missing... That we went to the same theater, right? And, we, and, we, and, and what I liked about Star Wars is it was great American community gathering is where you can see all your friends. Yeah, yeah, it's from Like school. our uncle. We saw our uncle there, and then, and then we saw our, some other friends from school who were like, in the same theater here. at the same time. And we all watched the movie, and it felt like Coruscant because the uh, the uh, the tepih. Why am I saying tepih? Carpet. The carpet was uh, red, and so it felt very appropriate for Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Yeah, I forgot what the carpet but Yeah, so uh, let's start this again. Let's we'll start. And go, start the timer. So I would like to talk this time a little bit different. Let's try to go through scenes and talk about individual scenes versus, you know, trying to keep it less less of a run-on kind of Okay. So we're opening... three, it starts. It says episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Scene one. It's not as... Opening crawl. Yeah, it wasn't as exciting for me as it was for episode two. Oh, I can't believe it, episode two. Maybe because you get older and the days come and go a little bit 
faster. But anyway, what's happening in the story so far? So we're not counting the Clone Wars animated series, which was really good by Jendi Tartakovsky, which was great. I like that series. That was good. Good stuff. It had General Grievous, which was the first appearance of General Grievous. But we're not counting that as our sort of mindset when we're watching no, the watched mindset episode is post-episode 2. Yeah, just episode 2, then episode 3. So it says, War! The Republic is crumbling under the attacks by the ruthless Count Dooku. Dooku! And Count Dooku... So that's so what we know is Count Dooku, he's, uh, he's still stirring up trouble, and there's war. There's all-out war. The Clone Wars have already been going on for a while since we've left um, Star Wars land. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars land. Uh, then well, this, and, then, and then the text also the says was Count Dooku was yeah. a Sith Lord, which was the worst reveal ever. It was I'm sorry, this way. is my agree, unbiased agree, opinion after watching the film. I know, I agree, but I'm just giving the story. Yeah, and uh, then it says, then the telling. opening crawl of episode three actually says that uh, General Grievous, this new yeah, this, character we don't know, new guy. is sieged Coruscant. So there's this battle in Coruscant happening, and he kidnaps Palpatine. Yeah, Palpy. The, Palpy, and takes him Onto and catches him to his ship. But also before that, there was so you said the siege on Coruscant. Yes, which was interesting. And, I never noticed that. Before. And of course, two Jedi Knights must make the desperate attempt to save Palpatine. Yeah, and that's and where then the film begins. Big old space battle happens. Dun, 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 so now this is the opening uh, scene of where we're going to see the two Jedi. The yeah, two heroes and will be there's been, and, Anakin. and we can see there's this huge star destroyer like thing, and I'm thinking, wow, well, it's already, it's already gonna be this, you know? I mean, that's that's nuts, right? What do you mean? But like, empires happening soon, right? Right. Because we can see how it's how it's turning into that, and also what I have to say is that the picture quality for episode three, big jump up from episode two. Episode two felt like a there was a lot of uh, chromatic aberration, but in this one. Really nice, really crisp. They seem to up the tech. The HD uh, cameras that they use. Yeah. Same models, but a newer, what I assume is a newer processor and um, maybe new lenses sensor and stuff like that. And so this is basically, what do you think about the the visuals? And I have to say, the computer graphics, uh, I'm looking at the space battle, and I remember when we were watching this, I was thinking... Okay, well, this is this is me talking retrospect again. Okay. Sorry, like me well, talking are we, are as we if to go through the story. Yeah, but I just wanted to okay, say that the, the that the picture, whatever people say about the bad CGI in episode three, they are mostly wrong. I have to say, I'm watching this in 1080p, very uncompressed quality. They added a little bit of layer of grain onto it to stick all the stuff together, but most of the visual effects that Island did is quite good, especially for the space battles. I'm not talking yeah, about agree. the CG characters. Most of them, not so great. There's a lot of not so great stuff in there. Don't get me wrong. But for the most part, way better than episode two. And watching it in HD really kind of makes you appreciate the craftsmanship of the space battles particularly. Also, yeah. so when we started this movie, it started in Anakin and Obi-Wan. They're coming in. Anakin are flying in, looking for the hangar, looking for General Grievous's hangar. That's where That's we right. find them. This is where we introduce Obi-Wan and Anakin. They're talking. There's a bit of a, you know, some banter going on between them. You can kind of tell that they are. That, and that I was like thinking since episode two, wow, there's actually, you know, people talking and making normal yeah. conversations instead of master, master. Talking and kind of, you know, giving some little, uh, little uh, quips here and there. Yeah. And also the computer graphics, they actually added a little bit of artificial chromatic aberration that really fits to the camera recording quality of the Sony cameras. Oh, nice. So they got that synced up. So they got that really well synced up. And I have to say, 
what people say about how bad the CGI is. They're they're right on some parts, but most of the parts that I've seen, yeah, I think it looks pretty good. And also the way up. the shots are handled, George Lucas did a good job in making, or at least whoever was choreographing the um, beginning here of the of the space battle, the dogfights. Mm-hmm. It's gonna make me, you what? know, I'm, I'm gonna miss having to actually see space battles because. I'm pretty sure in episode seven we're just going to have a camera shaking around with lots of things obscuring the image mm. for no reason instead of drawing us into the image and having right. to see actual things on the screen instead of pretending a camera's filming. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Anakin and Obi-Wan, they're okay. going in there. So we're getting in... Uh, There's a bunch of little jokes. Uh, the, the vulture droids, which are these battle droid ships that we're fighting in episode one, are there. And they're... Clone Wars, you know? Clone Wars. <laughs> Clone Wars are, are, you know, in the thick of the Clone Wars. The setup is already that there's, you know, there's been war for a while. And you can tell that Anakin and Obi-Wan are very much involved in the war and they're doing a lot of duty. Yeah. And this is an example Hard of to. that. Lock on to. They have to, their mission here is to get Grievous. So that's where we're at right now. And the, and the Palpatine Emperor, man. Yeah, say Palpatine. Now, let's figure that <laughs> out really quick. He's not the Emperor, let's, by the let's way. Let's figure that out really quick. So Palpatine... Uh, is the Chancellor, which in this system, he's kind of like Supreme the Prime Minister or something? Yeah. Or what? Something like that. He's in charge of Everything. the Republic, Yeah, essentially. And so he's key, but we'll notice some things about him later. Yeah, and the Jedi, Obi-Wan has his haircut. Oh, Obi-Wan looks great, I think, in this one. Looks so much better than episode two. And, and it reminded me of episode four in my non-biased thinking of like not yep, seeing this before. Yep. Episode, like, you see it look, he's, he's looking, looking like, like Alec Guinness. Yeah. And... His acting is also kind of, and it's uh, it's 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 up from the last time. And this whole opening, I have to say, action opening, and I don't know. I think that's one of the best parts of Episode Three. Yeah, it gets of you the prequels right, it gets because you... it's already getting better. Well, remember, let's compare really quick to Episode Two. Episode Two had this very slow. Oh, opening. don't even <laughs> the slow opening of the sabotage. Uh, and the, the thing being, I again, I said that I liked the opening of Episode Two because it was mysterious, but it was just a scene by scene yeah. thing. This is flowing. Here this we're going flowing. right into the action. We're thrown in to this conflict. What do you think of the buzz droids? You know, neutral. They're buzz droids. Don't okay, really but care. they have those dumb voices. Well, that's an interesting thing is that this whole opening scene has quite a lot of, how should I put it? It's so dense. There's so much flavor. stuff going on. It has oh. humor, humorous flavor. Well, it's kind of obvious, yeah. It is obvious, but I'm saying like it's interesting because as we get to later the film, that changes. But for the opening... There's quite a bit of voices. Yeah. There's you know, there's banter. There's so the first vi- seven visual, and a half. There's visual gags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like the that. first seven and a half minutes, I thought it was pretty good. Especially, I just didn't like the vulture droids talking and the. I didn't get that either. I mean, I, was, I would have not put that. But in. for the first uh, seven minutes and thirty seconds, until they start jumping up like kangaroos <laughs> from the, and also the way Obi Wan said, "I have a bad feeling about this." It's just well put in. Yeah. So I'm just saying, compared to what we've seen, episode one and episode two, it's already on a much better start. I thought, it's especially the space flow. battles felt like space. Yeah. More natural. And then flow. they just start jumping up like you know a little pop up. Yeah, they're like, in the ship, and you know immediately lightsabers out and uh, fighting yeah. everyone. Got the droids down like butter. There they are, get them! You know, and then the droids, yeah. And uh, then, you know, they have a little joke together, you know? Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah, Anakin and Obi-Wan pretty much... And then they lock on to find R2, the hero, helps us find the Chancellor, who's up above, up in the uh, uppest levelist of the ship. Yeah, in the upcoming scenes here, it's basically we're going to follow Obi-Wan and Anakin, how they have to get up to the hangar. 
And, you know, there's the typical elevator isn't working, those kinds of things, which I think is is fine because I think that kind of gets you in the little adventures, the mini yeah. adventures of Obi-Wan. And there was deleted scenes. They should have put the deleted scenes. If you have watched deleted scenes, you should check those out. It's on the Blu-ray. It's on the Blu-ray. Uh, there's some good parts that they should have but left in. But we watch in. them on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we watch them on YouTube. There's some good parts they should have left in, which are just little extra little quotes from like Anakin and Obi-Wan. Like, like when, when they get into the elevator to yeah. go up to the highest level the there's these battle droids behind them inside the elevator drop them you know i said drop them roger roger and then they just go and kill them all slaughter them like animals and then they're like roger 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 that was good i think that was good they and it really just left taken it out maybe because george thought there was too much humor but because i think it would have fit but i think what should have been taken out was the stupid droid cg droid antics yeah cg droid didn't work very well and then and then and then the battle droids super battle droids let's just not make them threatening and they're anymore talking what well. that that nothing. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so if they weren't if they weren't talking and if we had the Roger scene, yeah, would have been better. And then there's a bunch of uh, shenanigans going on. With, right. So with then that. finally, they finally get the up hangar. onto the elevator and they get into the Emperor. Ah! The Emperor. Well, because the image ah. is almost exactly the same. Yeah. Like it, it's, I mean, it's, look, it's it's no it's rhymes. no mystery at this point that Palpatine is. Yeah. I mean, we come out, we saw it. The end of, if you count, and he's uh, captured. Two, he's captured in the, that big the old hangar bay area this big nice lofty area and i have to say people who say that the cinematography by david tetrasol was um bad they're mean because it wasn't that bad it fits the story and the movie the only yeah i agree with but you. it's nothing like you thing, said it was nothing special but it wasn't bad well it the only thing crap. i think is that the prequels what, what is crap is that when when <laughs> count dooku shows up and he goes gentlemen and then does a somersault in the air and lands. Yeah. No, I just wanted to say that... Uh, could have been better. Could have been more graceful. Uh, I just wanted to say this cinematography, as you mentioned, I agree, but I think that the prequels, one thing we've noticed repeatedly is that the shots kind of, they stick to a bit of a formula with this wide shot, you have the medium shot, and you sometimes have a close-up shot, yeah. and there's never really anything in between. Red Letter Media, they were... They, they about explained this? that. Yeah, and so you kind of get this kind of stock... Way it's shot. That's how, George, that's how George shoots because he's trying no, to gather but you, elements. But if you look at episode four, I mean, that's a totally different story. It's not shot at all like yeah. the prequels. But so I guess that's one there's, thing. There's I, many people who would. Uh, it makes it less exciting, I think. Would put credit to um, the editors who saved the movie. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, it's a different story with episode four, but I think that's one thing that could yeah. have been improved on. Would have been more exciting just to watch, just, just to get different angles. So we just get different views other yeah. than just simply documenting what's going on, yeah. which kind of feels like. The case here, and so Obi Wan and Anakin actually have some banter a little bit. He's like, "This time we'll take him on together." Well, what's interesting is here we're getting to notice that Anakin is yeah, he's, he's, he's more, mature. more mature. He's realizing some of his mistakes from the second. And I'm one. not saying that because I know the story. I'm no, saying we're saying that because it based it's, on watching been, the... it's been presented to us yeah. in the film, and that's what I felt. Yeah, I felt it too. Okay. And we get the we get the I idea that too. Anakin and Obi Wan have a better understanding of each other, and they're going to go at these problems like Dooku now. Together. Dukum. What's also interesting in this scene is that what I noticed is that coming from episode two, since we learned that Palpatine is the evil Sith Lord, we uh, never really did. Yeah, we did. What are you talking about? In the movies? Philip, in the end of the second one, remember? You've done well, Count Dooku. I don't know what was going on with that. Like, honestly. Dude, that's like, that's like putting two and two together. It's like the easiest thing to I know to it out. is. I know it is. But was it intended? I don't know. But the viewers matter. are watching it. Who cares? Yeah. We okay. figured it out. It was I mean, just like, on. was it intended for Dooku to be this mystery, even though he's completely not? Who else would it be? Exactly. So I'm telling you, it's fine. Okay, then go on. And what's interesting to note here is that 
we're getting this picture already at the beginning is that, you know, I started to ask myself, okay, you know, Palpatine, you know, in the movie, the movie hasn't confirmed that Palpatine is the evil guy. The film hasn't confirmed that. We can guess he is. Easily. We, we know, okay, easily, but I'm saying the movie officially hasn't confirmed yet. Yeah. So now we're asking ourselves, hmm, you know, maybe this is all in vain what they're doing. You know, they're saving him. You know, this all feels like a giant setup, you know. The Palpatine knows, and he's doing this whole thing, and you're getting this idea, and you're seeing it's like you're feeling that like this is kind of a waste. You know, Obi-Wan, Anakin, having to fight Dooku, having to, you know, this whole war. It is, but both sides opening, don't know. I know, but Palpatine's I'm saying that as the viewer, that's what I noticed at the beginning right. already. We don't, we don't feel like this is a real rescue mission. We feel like, hmm. Well, the whole Clone Wars doesn't feel real then. I know, but this is part of the Clone Wars. All right, then. And then, what I don't feel about this scene with Count Dooku confronting them uh, what I do feel about it is that uh, it feels like both both sides are like, yeah, this again. Got to feels like, you won't get away this time, Dooku. And I thought that was a sort of sar- sarcastic expression. Could have been taken like that. I would probably take it you like that. You won't get... And then, and then Anakin's like, my powers have doubled since the last time we've met Count, which was last week, probably. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? That's yeah, what it, it felt like. like. He's like, good, we don't want to make a mess of things. And then they have Everyday business. Fight. And then what I liked about this is that it was... Like it just was kind of cool to see uh, the beginning film, like the the opening of this film, uh, have a direct Dooku Anakin Obi Wan fight rematch since last episode. Yeah, that was cool. And it shows it in a nonchalant way. It's like everyday business. It's casual. Yeah, and then they fight. Lots of they fight, and then Dooku gets disarmed. Oh, this is a big moment. Yeah, his 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 hands, yeah, hands sliced right he's off. He's in pain, but he's holding it pretty well. Because <laughs> he's holding it pretty well. And then Palpatine says, "Anakin, kill him." Anakin's like, <gasps> and Obi Wan got knocked out. I shouldn't it, before that. Before that, and Obi Wan got knocked. And he almost out. got his leg sliced. It looks like off. it. I thought his leg got sliced off. If you he see that shot? Leg. And uh, like so he's he's he has both leg. his lightsabers. He's about to cut his head off. And also before that, this <laughs> before that, Dooku's like, "You have anger, but you don't use it. Why?" And when I was, well, we had a little clip from the convention. We watched that little clip. Anger, but you do not use it. I thought this was going to be in Revenge of the Sith, where Dooku and Darth Sidious are secretly training Anakin. I didn't think the same thing, but I thought that was going to be later in the film. Yeah, Dooku would be part of the film where he would actually be trying to get Anakin to join the dark side. Right, more more involvement to get Anakin to... Yeah, and then there would be the scary Sith training that we would see with Darth Vader. Oh. And that's how they would be like, Darth Vader... You yeah. Know, like don't tell anyone. You. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Still be a Jedi. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Secrets. That would have been more interesting. But we'll but continue. We he cuts his head off. Uh, it's great sound effect there. Just wanted to say that. And uh, Palpatine so this says, is, "This is the first. This is the first official sign that we see Anakin. Something yeah. bad is going on with Anakin. He just killed a defenseless guy. Even an unarmed Sith, prisoner. Unarmed prisoner <laughs> killed him." He was, he was handless. So this is the first moment we see Anakin do something like that, and already he's... But he's regretting it. You know, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. He's, Even you know, though, he's yeah. questioning it. But, you know, that's the first moment where we see... And Palpatine's like, well, let's go, buddy. Palpatine's like, leave. Leave, Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. We have to take, take him, him with us. Which is... And there's a little, you know, counterbalance. He, he still wants to save Obi-Wan, obviously. Yeah. He's still a good guy. He's my friend. My friend. And then they go and have the shenanigans where the thing is... Yeah, the shenanigans, and they they then they, they eventually the reach. Boat. Then they re- eventually get captured. You know, Palpatine and him, and they all get captured. He's like, "We're smarter than this." Yeah, what do you think about that? 
like I said, I thought this was the silly shroud of the dark side, which the is silly shroud. Palpatine trying to get them caught. So do you really? But think... there's no reason to do that because Palpatine want to get wants to get back anyway. He does, yeah. But do you really think the movie? Would but it's want so stupid have... seeing getting Palpatine, and we know that he's the evil one, the ultimate evil, and Obi Wan with his Jedi senses can't sense. This, this, I sense an interference. This this shroud. That's why. That's why I thought we're smarter than this line was all about. That. I have no idea. The shroud thing confuses me. I don't know if that's supposed to be metaphorical or real. I have no clue. So anyway. Grievous comes in. What's the situation, General? So what do you think about Grievous? What's your first impression? Wait, I am the general. My first impression was pathetic guy. Because he's coughing. Yeah. And he has this cape, so the intention was for him to look like mustache twirling. That's what I thought, yeah. That's that was, that was my, yeah. That's what I thought. That was George Lucas's intention. Oh, you could do that. I, that's why that was my But everybody else who saw the pictures, the fans, uh-huh. before the movie came out, they all were like, this is going to be the most like awesome character. Really? I don't remember this that. This is the big bad. He's going to be so intimidating. And, you know, for the credit of the Clone Wars cartoon, he really was. They had this great suspense scene. Oh, yeah, Clone Wars. Did kind where of he just took out a bunch of Jedi and used his feet and to fight with lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mace Windu went with the Force and cracked some of his internal organs in his Ooh. biomechanoid body. And that's why he starts coughing in episode three. Oh, yeah, tell me this. So this is the actually it bridges, bridges it together. But watching this as if I haven't seen the Clone Wars yeah. TV series or haven't seen anything, just episode two to this. He's just this mustache twirler with a cool mustache mask. Twirler, yeah. And then um, they have so a little bit talk. of banter, and then we introduce Grievous a bit, and... Really, all that happens is they basically escape. They, they fight escape. some guards with these lightsabers. I remember watching this making of before the movie came out, and they were talking about how... I think George Lucas was talking about how, you know, what matches a lightsaber? <laughs> what matches a lightsaber? What, what, could be, what could go against a lightsaber? Right, his, the, those, those energy those sticks. energy sticks. Yeah. Whatever. And then we have more of Obi-Wan and Anakin going, do you, do you, do you know how to fly this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know how to fly this. And he's like, land what's left Well, under it. the circumstances, I'd say, you know, it the doesn't matter. The pilot, this is irrelevant. Yeah, strap yourselves in, and then there's this whole... Well, there's a whole landing sequence where they kill <laughs> probably six people at that watchtower. Yeah. And just gets destroyed. And, and then Obi-Wan's like... Another happy landing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop! And, the and they successfully news. got the emperor Jedi out. In unintentionally murder. By the way, uh, remember how Coruscant was supposed to be besieged? Yeah, this area is not the besieged. This area is safe. But then it just wipes away, and we're back into Coruscant, right? To the... That is that is a question I had watching because if they said it was besieged, is it just areas besieged or what? Right? I mean, what's going on? Because here? look, so everything's peaceful. at peace again. Very weird. The, 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 so what, the they, just, they just retreated? Happening. They retreated? Yeah, I guess. When minutes. General Grievous leaves, everybody leaves. And, and also, General Grievous' battalion must have been like 30 people. Oh, the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, the Millennium Falcon so when, the, when, the, the, when the shot pans into the dome where they land, there's and, little, and, everyone probably And the, the, the battle just stopped immediately. As I said, General Grievous retreated within, you know, seconds flat. He's gone. All these people in Coruscant, we're going to have to have another chat about those guys. What guys? All the bystanders, the people living in Coruscant, they have not affected at all no. by any war. They're like, war? Hmm. Eh, whatever. Get back to Some work. diplomatic war. And we get to meet our characters once again. And I have to say, this, so this, this opening should have been an opening for both episodes one and two, like an action opening. But Yeah. Or, uh, you know, a little bit better 
crafted story. Whatever. Now, I like, though, this, the conversation we have with Anakin and Obi-Wan. I you like do? It. Yeah, what's wrong with it? I, think I feel it's like it's just ham-fisted. Really? It feels like it's okay. like, obvious. Well, let's put it this way. I like the idea of the conversation. Well, of course. Because look at him. He's, Anakin's just like, hold hold on. This operation was your idea. But I, like I said, I'm trying to give like the movie... Let us not forget him. You, know, you the, killed Town Dooku and I'm you rescued the movie the you carried me unconscious. For wanting to give the characters <laughs> and then interacting. Like, and... All because you're training. No, no, no. Yes. You enjoy the politics. The politicians. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? But what? The politicians. The politicians. Well, we, we, we've established that Obi Wan knows not to trust politicians. Remember, he said never oh, trust yeah. politicians. That's, so know, was he being sarcastic book. this whole time? No, he's being truthful, Obi Wan. But you deserve. But your realistically, I think he should be sarcastic. Like Obi Wan should be like, you know, we're not supposed to trust politicians, but I know that's just like a Jedi training rule. But instead, in the movie, apparently, he's supposed to be super serious about politicians and certain other kinds of people. But I thought that him. Telling Anakin to enjoy being the poster boy and yeah, that, that's sarcastic. Also, there's no emotion from anybody. Again, everyone's kind of like, "Oh, this Anakin's will be here. great." The general Grievous has and then been Jar Jar has to away. show his stupid face again. So, what do you want to say? Some things about Jar Jar? I don't even notice Jar Jar. Well, I wish Mace Windu could just be like, "Ah, oh, yes, the guy who started this whole thing." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wait a second. Why? Emergency powers. Emergency powers. Man, he should definitely. They should definitely. Talk well, about anyway. Him. uh... Palpatine comes back and it's just a regular old day. It's like, yep, Palpatine was is just like, oh, they killed Count Dooku and General Grievous escaped. And then Mace Windu says, we cannot. I don't remember what he says. From the yeah, from the amazing Backstroke of the West, which I would encourage everyone to watch because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I recommend so, people to watch. But they're like, okay, if we kill Kent General Grievous in this, um, you know, dialogue. So the whole idea the politicians, is that. There's always this thing where someone's talking about how if this we is a regrouping of the X, politicians, if we do X, the war will end. So in this one is if we kill General Grievous, the war will end. Last time was if we kill Dooku, the war will end. Remember? And sure. Here we are with General Grievous, the war will end. Mm-hmm. So this whole whole idea is General Grievous escaped now because they didn't get him, and they're all like, "Oh man!" <laughs> they're all like, "But at least we got the Emperor back." Ah, Palpatine. We got Sheev. Sheev. We got the Palps. Sheev and so the, now they're gonna, you know, discuss and do debriefings and things like that. And then what do we see? We see Padme. She's Padme. back. Padme's back, waiting after waiting Anakin. in the shadows in the pillars after all oh, the politicians yeah, have yeah. left. Why would that be? Would that be Anakin be? sees her, and then we have a nice. Uh, Viola, maybe, um, solo version, not solo, but like leading version of, and they hug and she's like, Anakin, something wonderful's happened. It's like, and it's like, we haven't seen each other for a long time. And she's like, don't let people know that we're kissing. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. Behind the pillar. It's like, I don't care anymore. (laughs) And, uh, apparently he was a long time gone. And the outer rim. Right. And Anakin, Padme's like, I'm pregnant. Yeah, and that's what someone really wants to hear, and he's like, "That's that's great, that's wonderful," and yeah. that's and that's pretty much all that happens. She has her buns, she has her buns. Uh, the cinnamon buns on the hair, and so she's pregnant. End scene, and that's pretty much the end of that scene. I don't know what to say. You know, me like, neither. The emotion, what like emotionally, what, what do you think about that? You know, I don't know. I don't really. But then we cut to now that we established that General Grievous has to be killed, and then the war will be over, perhaps. We get to General Grievous going down, and it was a great musical cue that doesn't show up any anywhere else. I would say it's Grievous' theme. 
And then the choir comes in for some reason. And he goes into this new planet called Utapau, which is uh, the the whole planet. <laughs> All right, the whole planet. Yeah. yeah. The whole planet. But there's this weird image of General Grievous walking out of the spaceship and his movements. Great. I like the animation of General Grievous. It's very, very interesting. And with that choir and his face, it just has some kind of a very interesting. We're not Utapau. We're going to image. On. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the music and stuff. Okay, yeah, I, th- I guess. And then we realize that all of the uh, if you're if you're sharp and you watch this in the cinema, you realize that on the corner were all the separatist leaders, like the techno union. Oh yeah, and the Indian person. Remember? Mm-hmm. And then the. I remember those scumbags. Poggle the Lesser is his name. Oh, and then and then he contacts Darth Sidious, who is Grievous does. Sidious is just this, and they're just like, knows? "Oh, C- Count Dooku is dead." And he's like, "His death is a necessary loss." And he's getting. He says he's going to get a new apprentice. Oh One yes, more he's, he's powerful, about his new, new model. And then the war will be over. Something like that. To the war being then we over. go to Coruscant again. You know, beautiful city, peaceful times, oh, unbelievable. Oh, look Just at that dazzling city. city. And then we get back to... The whole planet is one big city. <laughs> Thanks. That should be like, welcome to welcome to Coruscant. The whole oh. planet is one big city. <laughs> and we get to... Oh, this scene. Yes. So this is the scene where Anakin is watching... Padme looking here. over to Padme on the balcony. And there's another and nice viola kind of cello and this is pretty much if you remember the love scene the romantic scenes in episode 2 this is remember those big hits the big hits they like, were they were just like i truly deeply love you and now we have things sand. like uh you know you know you're so beautiful i can tell you tell me you are so beautiful it's only because i'm so in love no it's because i'm so in love with you so love has blinded you <laughs> that's not exactly what i meant is probably true. And that's the end of the scene, pretty much. And she's just like, I want to have our baby on Naboo or whatever. And that's pretty much it, you know? And there's not much to say about that scene. And then Anakin has nightmares. Back to the nightmares. And his nightmares in the same area from episode two where she got assassinated, almost assassinated by those dumb worms. Good memories. Good memories. So it's great sleeping there. (laughs) And um, yeah, and then he just tells Padme, look, I've had these nightmares about you. And you die in childbirth. No, Annie, no. No, there's no emotion. It's really difficult to understand what's going on unless you really, dream. really listen to the dialogue. So what we have here is General Grievous, this new guy that should have been Darth Maul this whole time. Yep. Or Count Dooku. We don't need a new guy, even though General Grievous is visually interesting. His voice is dumb. What is the situation? Yeah. I will go there myself. He sounds like Wado. Hmm, yeah, I didn't notice that. So that's the situation. And and, and Padme's pregnant, gone, and he's having Padme's these visions, just like he had it with his mother. So we're thinking, so if, he, if it's true that his mother... That he died, that, that he she dies in childbirth. Died, All this, then this can, could probably be true as well, which means... We can make clones, Padme we can do all this die. other stuff, but we can't... She just dies in childbirth nope. somehow. Nope, it's impossible. And then fix. we get to Yoda and Anakin in the closet, in the Jedi closet. Chilling in the closet. And then Yoda's like, What is your problem? My voices, every time we go and do these podcasts. I know. Never we should good. listen to the voices first before you, like I said before. Oh, I can't listen to Forget it. it. What is your problem, young Skywalker? 
<laughs> it's different Yoda. That was kind of like the Italian dub Yoda. What is your problem, young Skywalker? Visions. Fear of loss. There's a path to the dark side. So that they talk about... And he has his visions, and then Yoda says something completely contradictory to what he will do later on, which is... Rejoice in those who become one with the Force. Miss them, do not. Grieve for them, do not. And Anakin's like, what? And that's about the end of the scene. That is the scene. He's like, let go, because it leads to the dark side and selfishness. Learn to let go. Because it leads to the dark side and selfishness. Of everything you fear... To lose. And that's pretty much the whole scene of oh, that one. And then Anakin... End scene. Yes. And Enter so scene what I what I have to say is this, this movie has a vibe. The other two movies failed to have a vibe. This one has a pretty good... Uh, George did a pretty good job here with a vibe about trying to... like It felt like a, a thrilly, thriller kind of conspiracy movie. Slow-moving, emerging mm. conspiracy thing. Yeah, I think you're right there. And uh, so after the closet scene with Yoda... Uh, Anakin goes to this meeting that was already over in one of the in the Jedi Temple, which looks like <laughs> this Indianapolis Convention Center in Indianapolis, where we had the Star Wars. I mean, it looked exactly like mm-hmm. it, man. And uh, he gets there, and Obi Wan uh, just finished uh, talking to troops or whatever other Jedi about the Outer Rim sieges, the exciting Outer Rim sieges. Yeah, I have to tell you, there's something about this shot. We don't know what shot you're talking about. This one, the one where Obi Wan, <laughs> it's on thirty four fifty five. Describe the shot. It's this wide shot. Obi-Wan and Anakin. Anakin comes down the stairs to this... Uh, meeting room. It's a meeting room and there's kind of like these... Um, Amphitheater-like yeah, amphitheater meeting, room. meeting room. And uh, Obi-Wan has just finished um, making a demonstration with a hologram map. And he just walks down the stairs and then Obi-Wan is like, well, you you missed the Outer Rim Sieges news, right? And then Anakin, because he's kind of disturbed about his wife and, you know, the future of, of her yeah. and what's going to happen in the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and stuff. Because he talked to Yoda about this because he's, he's not supposed to have attachments like this. Nope. And so he goes down and it's this wide shot. They're both almost in silhouette and the way Ewan McGregor delivers this, for some reason just strikes something to me emotionally that probably doesn't happen to anyone else okay. but when he he says that uh, Anakin is, is like I have no excuse you know I, I, I was held up and stuff like that right and Obi-Wan switches off the, the, the computer the, the, the Obi-Wan switches off the hologram the hologram and he goes well they are going very well and the way he says that makes it feel like oh this would have been such a cool movie because it feels like he's saying it's going well but he doesn't even like doing this. Yeah. No yeah, one yeah, yeah. likes doing this and they know that even if it's going well, it's war and it's something and it just so yeah. that something the combination of how Ian McGregor said this. It's not the how shot with the silhouette be. and the music, something I don't know. Like I'm probably building this up too much, but I'm but No, it's good. We're just talking about how we I thought that was it. interesting. So Obi Wan's talking to Anakin and they have a little discussion about uh stuff. Uh Anakin, tell me about stuff. Anakin, they, they they want to vote more executive powers to the Chancellor again. And he's like, that's great. The war will be over sooner. And Obi-Wan's like, you know what? What, 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 what have I told and you then, about and then, trusting and then politicians? Says, yeah, and Obi-Wan says, be careful of your friend Palpatine. Yeah, he's not to be trusted. Then I stopped and I said, his friend? We never really established this. We only had one scene in episode two. Look, I'm just going to say that um, maybe this is the introduction of him being friends. Now we know. Oh, they're friends. But... Like I said, when we were watching the movie, I said, wouldn't it be better if when they were going to rescue him, 
Oh, early, they go yeah. in there and the Palpatine's like, "Hey, Annie, my man, this is um, yeah. this is not what it should be." But, but like, like that, like, and he's like, "Hey, Palpatine, I'm here to rescue you." You know, and then we we know that they were buddies. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, that they're yeah, kind yeah. of friendly, friendlier. And then Obi Wan, we can get a shot of Obi Wan going, "What's going on here?" I thought he was just a chancellor. Why? Why is he so? And then there should have been a little bit more interaction with Palpatine and Anakin during the entire chase. Where Palpatine's asking him for advice, and Anakin's asking him, and then Palpatine's okay, like, "Look, yeah, yeah. here, good Anakin, let's go this way," you know. Then work. it would have felt like they knew each other a little bit more. But this is just be careful of your friend Palpatine, and it's like, how do we know he's his friend when we just had one sh- one scene in Episode Two? Yeah, 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 that's a good point. Though the other side of that <laughs> is that the relationship between Anakin and Palpatine could be more of an official one, where it's more like. But it still doesn't register well in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Unless you really, really, you know... No, like, no, 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 We're going to go... It's true, I agree. Because they should have yeah. had something more so we have better indication. And so the Jedi are getting a little suspicious, finally, about Palpatine. The Jedi Palpatine. are really slow. If we well, we, we talked we about established that in the second one. The Jedi are slow at making conclusions and figuring stuff out. So now Obi-Wan's asking him one important thing, unless I'm mistaken... Oh, at least he does it later. Okay. Because the scene cuts to the well, wonderful exterior of... So now we're here in the next of, scene. Of, of the thing. And this is the discussion between Palpy and Annie. And they did... It's kind of the same thing like in episode two where it's like, they don't trust you and I Your think talents you are, are great, great. But they don't recognize And it. Palpatine asks Anakin to be in the Jedi Council. And yeah, only Jedi Masters advisor. can be in the Jedi Council. And Anakin's like, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> but here's the thing, and uh, Palpatine should have been like this in the in the second film. Listen to this. Yeah, well, Palpatine should have been like this in the second film, Jacob. Yeah, he should have been in the second film, and also he should have been older in this movie. But instead, mm. he's <laughs> he's, he's an all natural right overhaul. Age. Yeah, you, yeah, change wait, of hair, change of blood, and replace spleen and colon. 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 They also explain his replace his spleen and colon. What did he think? It's pretty much the same thing. Because I know in episode two, they wanted him to look old. Yeah, I know. They, they could have transitioned him to be pulpy. Yeah. From the later movies. Yeah. And that, that, that would explain, like I said in episode two one, how he turns into an evil, scary guy in yeah. episode yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, that would then, be good. Then we had the surprise of, look how evil he turned into. I totally agree with that one. Six. But here, it's just, he just turns young again. And he's being all friendly with Anakin. And we didn't see this in episode two. This should have been properly done. But it wasn't. So anyway, that happens, and then he goes and... So now we're at the council. Yes. Mace Windu, this is our Mace favorite Windu, place in, in... The council in, in. all happens, you know. This is the most exciting place to be at. <laughs> Mace Windu tell, informs Anakin Skywalker that, you know, the council, we grant you to be on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. And then Anakin... And Anakin's gets, like, that's outrageous. And everybody's like, hmm. and everyone's like, you're an but, embarrassment. But because Palpatine said so, fine. Because we're stupid. Yeah, we're, we're just. And also, and, and, no, Anakin, have you filled out the paperwork <laughs> being on the council? I'm afraid that yeah. Yoda, Yoda, I believe that Anakin did not fill in his form two five six for being on the council. Ah, yes, two five six. Everyone's like, yes, you know, not filling out the two five six is a pathway to the dark side. <laughs> Anyway, also at uh, thirty-eight fifteen, you can see uh, the disapproving look. Burj like, Khalifa uh, behind uh, Obi Wan. They have a ton of those. Those are guy? like mini mini buildings for them. I wish that the guy with the long neck was back. 
you know? Yarrow Poof. Yeah, he slices his neck. Remember, like I mentioned before. Yeah. <laughs> but what I liked about it is that I like the hologram. It's cool. That wasn't in the second one or the mm. first one? Yeah, it was. It was always in every movie. No, the hologram. Yeah, the hologram people in the council. It was only in the third one because they're at war. Ah, I like it. It's cool, too. Yeah, it's cool. Anakin's angry. Everyone's like, Anakin, you know, stop being angry. And then and then Mace Windu's like, we got to get the Wookiees on Kashyyyk. Oh, yeah. Anakin's like, I want to go to Kashyyyk. And Mace Windu's like, no. No, that was, di- that was, that was different. No, Obi-Wan, that's later. Oh, whoops. Then what's this? They're just talking. And then Yoda goes... Good relations with the Wookiees I have. Oh, yeah, the good relations. Mm-hmm. I, I mixed it up. Good relations with the Wookiees I have. Then off you go to Kashyyyk. Yeah, that's Master later. Yoda. But after this council that, that was meeting. Now. That was now. So I did it right. I was talking about that. But it wasn't about Anakin going. Anakin goes later. But Anakin wanted to go to Kashyyyk. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. So anyway, Obi-Wan starts talking to him in the lobby. And then again, I like, it was a pretty good scene, the though. sunset, the sunset shots the decisions to make this all sunset really makes it feel uneasy and makes it feel like a like a conspiracy thing and mm-hmm. i think that was a very good move on george's part to actually put some effort into trying to get a vibe going yeah yeah i think i'd say that too and now instead of palpatine who said we should spy on on the jedi now now the jedi are saying spy on palpatine for us yeah i thought it was interesting because here obi-wan is in a very bad position because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to go against his friend Anakin, but at the same time, he does want to do his duties as yeah, a Jedi. And, and, and so he's and, always he's always mentioning, and you notice in the scene, he at the end, Anakin says, "I can't, you know, why are you asking this of me?" And Anakin, and Obi Wan says, "The Council is asking it of him." So Obi Wan is, you know, obviously trying to distance himself from this idea because he doesn't like it, but he also wants to do what the Council says. Oh, I didn't notice that because yeah. the acting is really difficult to yeah. decipher. But anyway, like that's the idea of the scene. I think it worked. No fault well. to the actors, though. It's just yeah, circumstantial. It's just the Style. <laughs> style. Quote, quote. Yeah. Um, and then they said spy on him. Look, find yeah, out what he Anakin, wants for, But Anakin is being breakfast. annoying at this point because Anakin is really not, you know, now we're get, beginning to tell that Anakin is not looking at things very objectively. And he's looking at things very much in the sense of like, I like, uh, what's his name? Palpatine. Palpatine is a cool guy. You guys are annoying. This came out of nowhere like, though. You know, I know, but I'm you know, saying yeah. the idea of it. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing Anakin, he's kind of being annoying. He's not listening to people very much. But he is, through the dialogue, at least you can tell that he has matured from he has, episode two. Definitely. I mean, episode two was... Horrible. Episode two was, um, we will find the killer. I promise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, so, I mean, wait, you know, props wait. to who, like, however that happened. I mean, I wish the acting would, would work. Yeah, know? me too. That's the thing. So, anyway, uh, the Jedi are just traveling around in their little ship, right, with the clone troopers. Yeah, Mace Windu is talking to Yoda. And uh, there's a shot at uh, four forty thirty one where Yoda is scratching his like he's kind of like touching his head, which is a direct reference to Seven Samurai. Oh, which is uh, the you know the one that shaved his head. I haven't seen the movie in a long time, so oh. and he always did that in oh. the movie. So they so he kind of snuck that in. Huh. That's interesting to know that. And they're talking about how misread the prophecy could be. And then they're like, yeah, probably. Oh. It's like, <laughs> come on, guys. It's been 20 years. Could you have made the decision 20 years ago? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So then uh, Anakin talks to Padme, who's wearing something else. Oh, by the way, in this shot, by I, the way, I have to say, in this scene, Anakin's wig. I think this is the first thing they shot. Not looking good. I think that's the first thing they shot. I think so. Yeah. But his wig looks like just poofy hair. And so she's side. trying to tell him, like, is, is, Pal- is Palpatine on the good side? And we kind of know this information already. And then Anakin's like, Wait. Well, here's, here's the weirdest thing. This is my biggest question. This scene, so Anakin is talking, like we said, to Padme. And Padme is asking the question, which actually 
they deleted the scene, which probably, I guess, goes before this, where Padme is joining the Rebellion. Well, it's not the Rebellion yet, Whatever, but like the, this the council. With the Hobo Man! Oh, yeah. The Hobo Man who is... Can we link these? The Australian guy. Can we link them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Cockney guy who just oh, yeah. does, shouldn't even be in here. And he's supposed to be some, you know, Republic rep- representative. And he's just... He looks like he's just there to get some more booze. Yep. It's some cash. Just go away. That was funny. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, there's a scene, like I said, that the scene would have helped... Give us a better idea of what Padme is talking about here is that She's they're noticing to... that you know these systems aren't working. The Republic and, and the war is going on. The war is going on all the time. Something's wrong here, so they're forming an alliance to kind of counteract all this. Yeah, rebellion, yeah at least to like out. peacefully protest. Exactly. And, and so Padme is like on the fence a bit, but then she agrees to be part of that thing. Also, Padme in this film is completely passive. I know. I was going to say Padme, like in the second film, she was an she's, active she's, character. She's an active character. In this film, it's just like. She's just there for information. She's, she's always, always at her house. Like, just go visit Padme. Talk Let's to visit her Padme. Bit, leave. Hey, what's up? And she's always half confused. I don't understand that. <laughs> and so, but in this scene, what was struck me so strange is that Padme is, you know, this is the sunset scene in uh, when when they're in the fountain in their house. Yeah, in Padme's house. Yeah, and Padme is, you know, On the saying veranda. like, "What if, what if this is all, you know, what mm-hmm. if we're fighting against the thing, we're whatever." She's talking, you know, she doesn't have that much faith in. the... Dem- yeah. Dem- democratic. Democratic. <laughs> and what's striking me so strange is that out of nowhere, Anakin becomes this, you know, democracy man. And he's just loving the Republic, democracy. The Republic. The Republic and he's mm. just this, like, the biggest, you know, quote unquote, in this sense, Republican, you know, like in the Star <laughs> yeah. Wars universe. And he's like, like, what are you talking about? This is the best. I thought it was weird because we never, ever understood that because Anakin was not into politics. Remember earlier, he had those yeah. crazy totalitarian ideas in the second film talking to yeah. Padme of, you know, well, the Jedi comes king here. taking over. Yeah, it comes true here, though. No, but here he's suddenly now, you know, now he's all about democratic. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is also a reference. And then the out of story. nowhere, she's like, hold me, hold me like you did on that. Well, those wonderful scenes at the lake. Yeah. And he's oh, like, <laughs> every time, like, I, we just, like, like seriously, this was but an honest reaction. It was the, just, oh, Because no. it's funny because you know what they're trying to do, but then you're watching, you're like, yeah, it's not like you did that really lake working. in Naboo. Yeah, so long ago when there was nothing but our love. Uh, okay, nothing, so nothing after but that our scene love. happens, nothing but our love except uh, talking about politics, talking yeah. about <laughs> fighting droids in the, in the arena fights with the Geonosians and diplomatic solutions, or what was that called? Yeah. So anyway, Anakin gets a visit to this concert we're having. Well, this is a key scene in the movie. It's right a here. fancy concert. Yeah, it's like it was a bubble. Bubble bath concert. Yeah, with you, did you know what those performers were? Yes, Mon Calamari's. Oh, really? Yeah, no way. I saw the concept art. So. Mon Calamari's can fly and they're they're jumping around the bubbles, floating they're bubbles. Kind of cool. They're all female performers. Ah, it's like a ballet or something, and the music is great. The music is maybe on the only the Mon Calamarians can hear the correct music. <laughs> so everybody else has to suffer. Oh. So anyway, there's a cameo by John Knoll and George Lucas for the oh, first George time. Oh, George Lucas' daughter. There. So if you notice before and the a goongu, goonga, a goonga. Like, Those goongas are everywhere now. The goonga is right at forty two fifty three. He's just sta- standing all over the galaxy. Yeah, they they're everywhere. They're going around all over the place. The Unbelievable. Yeah. So before the scene of Anakin and Palpatine talking at the concert, there's a cameo of George Lucas. That's what I said. Blue man. I know, but I'm just you know, saying it again. And his daughter, I believe. And Rob and Rob Coleman, Ron Coleman, and 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 and. and and, and Gary, Gary Busey. No, no, John Noll. John, John Noll, VFX. VFX. Yeah. Um, 
So anyway, Supervisor. Palpatine is here. And this is a key scene in the movie. And he visits Palpatine, talks to him a little bit while they're watching this concert. I think this is probably one of the best scenes yeah. in the film. I would say so. Um, it's the best. It's one Dune of the best scenes because it feels like someone was directing for a change. And doing part to Ian McDermott's Sorry. acting. Yes, Ian McDermott's acting is. I think he holds he holds the key to the machine weld. Yeah, no, just kidding. To well, the uh, yeah. act, to and the he's scene. Like, Leave us. And then they talk. Anakin, Anakin, my friend, Anakin. This would have been so good if there was actually something you could tell that they were buddies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it would have been creepy and well. Weird. Again, this is where the 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 prequelitis comes in, which is this <laughs> stoic, this very yes. What happened? What? Yeah. Yes. Uh, like you said, if there was more, like Ian McDermott is doing, more of this you know, fleshed out. But it also feels like he's kind of restricted. Because, Ooh, Ian McDermott? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know, compared to everyone else, does a good job. And so, yeah, and so this scene basically we can sum it up by saying that Anakin, well, Palpatine is obviously trying to get Anakin. Over to the dark side. And so he's introducing... He's introducing these ideas. This would have been so cool if we didn't know the bad guy. Mm, yeah, that'd And be then good. he would be like, I never know about Darth Plagueis, the wise. Because at that point, we would be, with, we would be you know, being told what the movie's trying to tell us. Yeah. Like, oh, interesting, this guy knows some stuff. Suspicious. suspicious. We wouldn't automatically think, Sith Lord. Yeah. You would, would think like, oh, who is this guy? Did he have like a friend? Yeah. Sith buddy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> buddy Sith? So he was talking about Darth Plagueis... Which is apparently true, and apparently he was his old master. But we don't know that because we're watching the movie. Yeah, we, we don't know that, in. but his expression. I never got that. Like his, this close-up of 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 uh, of Ian McDermott or Darth Sidious or Palpatine, just going. The Emperor. <laughs> he was so powerful, and he's like his 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 apprentice killed him in his sleep, and he like makes an like an expression. That's yeah. Like he's re- remembering. Like, so you, uh, do you think it's supposed to be? Fool. Yeah, I, mean, I think you're probably I right. Him. I didn't notice that too much, but I think you're probably right. My favorite line in this is where he goes, he was afraid of losing it, which of course he did <laughs> at the end. I thought that was so good. Like uh, That's like the brilliance of actors because, because you know, let's say me, I would never even think of doing that with the dialogue. Right. You know? But an actor, boom, he knows exactly how to deliver that line. Especially one that played a priest cool. in Dragon Slayer and huh? got incinerated. Who? He played a priest in Dragon Slayer and got incinerated. Dragon Slayer? <laughs> 80s movie. Petra told me to watch it because oh, one of okay. her favorite nostalgia films. Really? Yeah, and so he's like... He's he like, lost all his so, power. So he plants the seed of, well, the dark side has the power to make people come back alive. Or like cheat death. And Anakin's like, hmm. Because you can't see his expression this is in the this ploy. Way, the ploy of... Where it's like, how can you learn it? Not from a Jedi. And then I think that's where the scene ends. Yeah, and Anakin's like... See that expression. Hmm. 47, 41. Sweet. And then we go to uh, Kashyyyk, where the famous Life Day takes place. Oh, yeah, Life Day. And, I love you know, Life Day. Are you going to the next Life Day? There's. Oh, yeah. I'm totally This going. day was made for all of us. <laughs> we celebrate a day of peace, a day of hope. And harmony, something like that. A day, da, 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 da. So anyway, we go to the... The, the, the Wookiees, right? And Chew, and Yoda's already there. Because he had good relations with the Wookiees. Yoda's the master general, you know? That's what I was looking at. Like, So it seems like the Jedi's function... Yeah, let's talk about that. It's interesting. The Jedi function is not only to be, keep, be keepers of the peace during peacetime, but also when it comes time to do wars, they become like they military, leaders. military leaders. But I think that and makes they actually, some they actually, sense, though. 
They actually do the military duties of moving the troops. And but I think it makes some sense, though, because if you think about it, the Jedi are supposed to be the wisest, you know. They well, are the, not these. Well, not these. But again, <laughs> let's pretend yeah. that this is how it's supposed to be. And the Jedi are supposed to be the wisest of them all. And they're, you know, given the task to kind of, like you said, keep the right. peace, keep these ideas out there. And, you know, be the keepers of the force, so to speak, and that kind of stuff. So it makes sense, I think, for them to be these general commanders. Yeah. So when Yoda's in Kashyyyk, just for a little bit, by the way, we didn't even notice Chewbacca mm-hmm. at all, which was great because that's a stupid shoehorned forest thing. Chewbacca should No, I didn't even notice Chewbacca was in the movie, which is probably a good thing. It's not stupid. It's, 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 not, it's not appropriate. Necessary. Yeah. It's not useful. Not necessary or appropriate no. for this. Is Lumpy born, do you think? Lumpy's probably around two. Around two. He's celebrating. Unfortunately, the attack happened on his life day. <laughs> so, so we can't. He can't celebrate. No. Chewie's out to war. Yeah, but that is silly, the Chewie thing. Yeah, There's no I didn't even notice. Honestly, I never. Noticed. I didn't notice either. By watching but, this, but he's there. So anyway, they got an emergency Maybe message. Maybe a different Chewie. Oh, yeah. Common names. Yeah, it's a common name, and and then and that that belt that common belt common belt. That could be it. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, just make it up. Boom. Yeah. Solve the problem. So anyway, the council are talking on the hologram projectors, and Yoda's yeah. on Kashyyyk, and he and they say, and Anakin says that we they received a message, distress message, maybe from the Utapau mm. sinkhole planet. I hate uh, Utapau. It's the most leader. boring planet ever. Yeah. Well, but it's a great map in Battlefront. That's true. Two. Battlefront is a good map. And so they're. Right. And so what's the conversation here? So Anakin uh, says that he'll go to Utapau. I'll go to Utapau. Ah, yes. And then Yoda's like, no. <laughs> and Mace Windu, Mace Windy Jedi Bendu, says, no. And then Kiari Mundi goes, Obi Wan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he goes, let's yeah! take Obi Wan. Obi Wan, you are wiser, older, better at everything. Go. <laughs> Except for pure naked power. But uh, we and don't remember Obi Wan. Don't trust the politicians in Kashyyyk. <laughs> The Wookiee politicians. Those are not to be trusted. Shifty, shifty. And Obi Wan gets sent. And so, and they have a big happens here. Battle, and we have Wookiee. A lot of these shots were used in the TV spots in episode three. I remember. What? A lot of these shots were used for the TV spots. Dun 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 dun. No, episode two. Episode three also used a lot of these shots from the from the battle of Kashyyyk. And there's not much to say except a lot of battling happens. And I think they decide. What do they decide? Don't they tell Anakin to go somewhere? Ah. No, they don't. No. Uh, but so then Obi-Wan has to go to Kashyyyk. And then we have a farewell uh, little scene with Obi-Wan and Anakin. Okay, what do you think about this scene? I like the concept. Yep. Execution as usual with these films. I'm afraid it's not on the level. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Lots of room to, you know, build it up and made it good. Because again, you know what I did when I watched that? I was feeling, oh, this is there. This is what happened in episode one where Qui-Gon's like, you're a much wiser man than I am, Obi-Wan. And you're great. Yep. And, you know, it's like he's going to die. So this is kind of the same thing. Yo, my friend, Anakin. I am your friend, Master. Yeah. Well, he doesn't say Master anymore. He's like, yes, Obi-Wan, we're the best of friends. Yes, we're the best of friends. Goodbye, friend. Yes, friend. I know what you're saying. May the Force be with you. Because the idea is it yes. feels like these characters are having to say this at the point of the story. Mm-hmm. And so the but the idea is good because oh it's, I it's like that scene be, yeah it's supposed to I be like the, the I like the progression of the story from <laughs> Obi Wan having to go somewhere and separate with Anakin 
But it always feels like Obi-Wan's still the old Obi-Wan who's like, oh, that Anakin and his shenanigans. So it doesn't it doesn't mesh to me. Yeah. What true. about to you? Well, I think the, I think the idea is good because we have this um, moment where Anakin, the struggle is clear because he's obviously you know being tempted by a lot of these Palpatine stories. Yeah. But at the same time, he's like, I you know I want to be a Jedi. He still wants to be a Jedi, and he's realizing that the correct way to behave is that he messed up earlier, getting angry at the Council and earlier actions of his, and he goes and you know apologizes to Obi Wan. He says genuinely like, I'm sorry, you know like I, I didn't want to, I'm, I haven't been really. Fair. I haven't really. Does really, he do that? Yeah, you see, he apologizes. Obi Wan. He says, "I haven't been really good in some past oh. occurrences." And like, I just want to say sorry. So it's difficult to remember. And Obi Wan's like, you know, like he just realizes, like, okay, you know, like totally, you know, thanks so much. Like, don't worry about it. You know, we're buddies. Oh. We're buddies. And that was the idea of it. Like, don't yeah. worry about it. You're yeah, cool. Well. He's like, you're even better than me. Which again, like, like I said, the idea is good, but within mm. the film, it's difficult to. To grant yeah. it. Because so then there's another scene with Padme. Unfortunately, and it doesn't yeah, reflect sorry. the characters. Go ahead. There's a scene with Padme and Anakin. Kind of the same stuff. Sort it's of usually like, the same stuff when he goes back to Padme. It's usually Padme's just there. Hold me. Yeah. Well, he has another premise. He's like, we have to just remember, remind the audience, you know, that the, uh, you know, childbirth thing might happen. Uh-oh. And Obi-Wan goes to Utapau. Utapau. Because that's where the distress signal was. Of okay, let, let's recap the story. It's a perfect place to recap the story. Okay. Um, so Grievous is still on the loose. Yep. Um, Obi Wan has to go to Utapau. Yes. Because, because they received the distress signal from, from General Grievous. So not has, General Grievous. Uh, from who? From the Utapauians. From from Bruce. What's his name? Yeah. I like that actor. He's only one one scene. He also played the mouth of Sauron and the Train Man. What's his name? What's his name? Bruce? It's Bruce, isn't it? Because he's from Australia. He's, he's got to be Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. What's happening, Bruce? What's his name, Tim? You're called Bruce. All right, come here. Bruce Spence. Bruce Spence. See, I knew his name was New Bruce. Zealand. From New Zealand? Yep. Uh, this is born in Auckland. Born in Auckland. Oh. Well, I might have been a little mistaken then. But he's in a lot of Australian productions. Such as I don't know, Matrix. dude. Just, maybe he was born there. Okay. Anyway, Bruce Spence is his name. I like Bruce Spence. I really do. I want to make a movie with Bruce Spence. Bruce Spence. And he plays the... Uh, yeah, the New Zealand actor. Okay. Okay, then. Aha. Having spent most of his career performing in Australia. Ha-ha! <laughs> ah. <laughs> ha He's 70 years old? I was right. No what? way. 70 years old. Whoa. Never mind, then. I guess you can't play Nosferatu. Count Orlock. Why not? Oh, oh. I don't know. He's a man. Look, here's a man. Anyway, he's in this film. He just plays the Utapau leader. Cool makeup, only in one shot, one scene. It's a shame. And he's like, second level, they're up there. Help, help us, Obi-Wan. Because Obi-Wan get, lands into the Utapau city. So Obi-Wan's mission is to get Grievous. Yep. Where does Kashyyyk... But what is the Kashyyyk reason why he's there this, is because they, they got a call, right? Okay. And I think this was a trap for Grievous. Uh-oh. Or not. Hmm, I have no idea. I don't know. Well, he's there. Point is, he's there, and then he leaves, and he pretends he leaves because he ah, tells. That was clever. He tells not R four because R four tragically passed away mm. uh, at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got his head ripped off. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of what happens. So Obi Wan's there. He's in Utapau, and uh, seems like there were some droid spies. 
looking at, mm. at, at him arriving, and uh, Bruce Spence is trying to tell him, they're up there, so, you know, you know we were held hostage by all the, all the separatists who are here, you know, the, all the separatist leaders. And everyone's like, and you're being Beavis. held hostage? Oh, great! He, he tells his new droid to just push his, uh, his ship yeah. to fly away, and I think to yeah, send the hmm. fighter back to... Coruscant, I think. So and anyway, he's, and he's, so, so he stays undercover like he did in Geonosis, going, doing more Solid Snake stuff. Mm-hmm. And General Grievous is talking to all the Separatists who are, you know, the opposite side of the Clone Wars in Utapau. Mm-hmm. And we get to see our good friend uh, Newt Gunray. Newt Gunray. Newt Gunray is just all the time. I like that he's here because it feels like such a like evolution from Episode 1. We thought Episode 1's problems were big, but now we're here. Newt Gunray is just one of the guys. And he's there, and it doesn't feel so romantic, in my opinion, in the classical sense, mm-hmm. like episode one did. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the visuals. Now it's just rough and gruff war. Rough and tumble. Rough and tumble. So General Grievous is like, you will be safe in the Mustafar system. Because <laughs> great. What? It's be safe in the Mustafar system. There's volcanoes 24-7. <laughs> he said, you will be safe there. And he, because way back in the previous scene, Sidious says, Take them to the most of our system. So he does. And in the meantime, Obi-Wan has obtained an annoying CGI creature. Oh my goodness. And we have deduced that that creature um, either has some vocal problems where it involuntarily always yells and shouts uh, and barks, uh, or it's mating season. That's what I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as he said. So those are the two options. And you know the reason why they put that in? Because George said that this is the closest Jedi can get to have steeds. So they're knights with yeah, steeds. But, but, but horses don't go... <laughs> they don't go... All day. <laughs> and then, they, yeah, they don't act like idiots. So Obi-Wan's spying on, 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 the, on the Separatists, right? You know, casual Obi-Wan fare. But the point is that they found Grievous and he's in Utapau. So that's that's a good. So thing. what do you think about Obi Wan's plan here? Obi Wan's plan to reveal himself was stupid and dumb. When he could have just waited until Grievous was alone, he could have stabbed him in the heart, sliced his head off, or in the face, which is a preferable. I would suggest that a preferable as well. a normal action to do. But instead, Obi Wan just kind of lands and goes, "Hello there, hello there," and then all the droids see him. They surround him, and then Grievous is like, and "Okay." He has to battle all these these droids with the energy sticks again. Yeah. Great. And so a battle ensues. And then, and then Grievous oh, shows oh, off, we have shows to talk off about his lightsabers. Grievous's lightsabers. Okay, so he so Grievous says, No, oh, you are very good. But I have been trained in your Jedi arts, even though I am a coward and never fight. Count this Dooku time, told me how to fight in five minutes. Yeah. Five minute training session. He downloaded the, the, like, the very well, well, I'll show. help you do uh what's his name? Uh Grievous. Mm-hmm. Come here, come here. So you wave your sword. Oh, you can't do this. I have to go talk to Newt Gunray. But I have Newt four limbs! <laughs> <laughs> and also, apparently, uh, General Grievous collects lightsabers from Jedi. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about why in the world does he have Obi-Wan's lightsaber? Well, if, and you, clo- if you look Skywalker's closely, you know, if you have a Blu-ray or whatever, like a high-definition version of uh, Episode 3, you will notice... So if you get around 58, 22, you will notice if you freeze frame, there's Obi-Wan's and Anakin's lightsabers that he's holding. So I have no idea what this is. This I have is just, no clue. It just has to be laziness on part with the modelers. And it's so weird. Like, how could you not look at that and be like, hey, How buddy. hard would it be to modify just slightly so it doesn't? A it's not colors. a complete copy of Obi-Wan's and Anakin's mm-hmm. lightsabers? Yeah. Like, don't, don't make us believe that Obi-Wan had to buy his lightsaber. So anyway. The lightsaber uh, store. General Grievous does this 
crazy trick. And I think the sound effects were really cool. It looked threatening. But the problem is that we never set up Grievous as being a threatening guy because he was running away all the time. That is true. You know, when I watched this in theaters, I remember when Grievous was doing those twirls and he's kind of, you know... Vum, 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 and he's vum, kind vum. of also hitting the, lights, hitting the ground with the lightsabers and yeah. creating these little, you know, whatever. He's using the twirls. I always thought that Obi-Wan, well, what happens when he clashes lightsabers with Grievous, that his lightsaber, because of the force, because it's a machine, right? And it flips. I thought yeah. the force would fling oh, yeah. his lightsaber across the hall. Oh, <laughs> You know, because it's so powerful, because it's a big thing to fight him. I thought, oh, we won't have to go get his, retrieve his lightsaber, and then figure out a different way Oh, so it knocks him. it out of him. Yeah, because like, it's so powerful. That's why he goes, vum, 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 vum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it goes, pating, Oh, the helicopter maneuver. And it goes, oh, he has to jump. I thought that would have been cool. And he has to get the hand, right. handle and figure out a different way to slice him up. But maybe Grievous being both threatening because he's a machine, well, half a machine, he's an android, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a, cyber, a cyborg, he's a cyborg. Maybe because he's cowardly and, you know, dastardly and stuff, but also that he can fight Obi-Wan because he's a machine, so he's, it's threatening. Maybe that works. I, don't, I, may, I, I might retcon what I just said after much more thought. Okay. But also Obi-Wan had, guess what? He secretly had his uh, ship go oh. and send a message to the clones that they're on Utapau. Dun, 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 and then all the clones come in to launch a surprise attack, and we start a Battlefront 2 game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Grievous runs away in his little little mono thing, the mono wheel thing, and then Obi-Wan has to get his annoying uh, annoying uh, Iguanosaurus, uh, which is in heat, because it's trying to find a mate so he can impress it. <laughs> and then they have a chase scene, and uh, we cut from there. So the chase scene ensues. Okay. And then after the chase scene, where we're at now, is that Mace Windu has, a, scene. has a revelation that we've uh, known from the beginning. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. In plain oh, English. Oh, do you? <laughs> Finally. And everyone's like, you might be and right. Then, and then this reason is an important thing about episode three is that I really hate it. Like, no, it's, I don't, not, 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 not just that I hate this. Not that I hate this, but this is one of those filmmaking rules, and that is don't have your characters that you're supposed to root for, that you're, fo- you're supposed to follow, key word, get, realize things far behind what you've already realized. Yeah. Because then you just, you know, then the audience just goes, look it at these idiots. slows down the film as oh, well. The Jedi. then you're like, oh, well, we've known this for a long time, and now he's realizing this? And then he's like, the Chancellor Palpatine, the dark side of the forest surrounds him. Mm. <laughs> what could this mean? Well, what do you think it means? No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Mace Windy, Jedi Bendu. Mace Windu. And that is his, there's re- this reconnaissance. This is harder to talk about than the first two. Why? I'm having a hard time. Oh, really? Okay, I'll talk. So then what happens is we cut to the next scene. Palpatine uh, is visited by Anakin yet again. Anakin tells him, is this Did you true? see the game last night? <laughs> and Palpatine's like, Anakin, please. I'm a, I'm a chancellor. I don't watch baseball. Uh, no, I have no idea what was going on in this scene. I forgot. Anakin asks, "Is it true that you're you're as bad as the the Jedi suspicious?" Oh yeah, this is also an important scene because Palpatine is talking about again about his. Well, um, this is the turning point. Yeah, Palpatine is talking again about like you know Anakin. The Jedi aren't telling you a lot of things, and Anakin's like, "Yeah, the Jedi aren't telling me everything." He's like, "You see, the pathway." No, he said to the, the dark time. side. He's talking about one must learn all sides. The Sith ways and the Jedi. And then Anakin ways. finally figures dark out, oh no, you're, you're, you're the Dark Lord. Yeah, it took him a while. 
And then you that's boot. what I hate. Yeah. It's like, why? this should have been a journey taken by all audiences. Yes. Because again, again, the idea would have been cool if we as the audience also found out, oh, this is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, when instead we knew. And Anakin should have known a long time ago. And so he, but I, when I, I remember watching this in theaters, and this was kind of like a big heat up moment because mm-hmm. I have to say, props where props is meant to be given. This whole first hour was a pretty good build up, plot wise. Yeah, I mean, compared to two and one, because it, it was like building up. It was like conspiracy left and right. You know, mm-hmm. ooh, you know, the Emperor, uh, Anakin. Uh, you know, premonitions of like, you know, death. Yeah. Because yeah, Padme yeah. and I think I think that was pretty good. So yeah. that's what it felt like. It felt more mature. Yeah, it felt more uh developed. But with the acting and the directing it kinda puts it. And prequelitis comes in a bit. So there we go. So And so the revelation comes in, Anakin is like, I ought to kill you. And and Palpatine is trying to trying to manipulate him into Yeah, like please, please. Yeah. Listen to you, and then he, then he, you know, his his last card is like, yeah, Padme. Yeah, Padme is the Padme is always the last card. Yeah, and I was like, hmm, power to save Padme. So there we go. Then we go back to the chase with uh, back to the. I have to say the Kashyyyk battle scene is a bit. This long. isn't Kashyyyk, Jacob. Whatever, Utapau. Yeah, Utapau takes it's a, a long bit time long. to get through. To get through. That's Obi Wan and his stupid. There's a lot of fighting, a lot of energy sticks again. Oh, and then we finally yeah, get. We to finally Wan. get him cornered. Grievous is cornered, and there's this fight scene with Obi Wan and Grievous. Yep, and Obi Wan finally manages to shoot Grievous's heart and kill him. But I, what I like about the fight scene is that it really feels scary that this big cyborg monster is fighting Obi Wan because when all the swords are gone, the laser swords. Yeah. And the, Weapons are gone. Grievous is... <laughs> he's a machine. And I really like the part where Obi-Wan tries to kick him and it hurts his shin. Mm. I thought that was a really well... D- and it, and guess what? I didn't even re- realize it was a CG character. Like, it just felt like, oh, Grievous is gonna... Yeah, you didn't him. think about it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I have to say, props to, the, to that again. And uh, do you want to talk about how Obi-Wan shoots him in the heart? And then he's like, oh, so uncivilized. Okay, what do you want to talk about in that one? Well, we want to talk about Spielberg's. Oh, well, yeah, this is classic. Okay, so in the production of the film, pre-production, um, George asked Steven Spielberg to storyboard, choreograph a few scenes in the movie. The secret yep. director, right? Spielberg did. And we saw the result in the deleted scenes. And it, it is hilarious. It is hilarious because this is what happens when you bring someone who doesn't have context doesn't understand the characters as well as the originator. Yep. It's, it's long-winded. <laughs> and then it's lo- wow, it's, man. You know, it's you know, the chase goes on forever. And then at the end, at the end Grievous gets shot like a, a bazillion times is writhing in pain on the floor. And then Obi-Wan walks in calmly, takes the blaster, looks at this defenseless, you know, creature and he just stares it in the eye, and we have this shot coming from below, looking into his evil, murderous, vengeful eyes of Obi-Wan, and he shoots him right in the heart. <laughs> and it was Man. hilarious. And the shot, and the previous shot was just... Blood. Man. Totally in Obi-Wan's character. 
And that was funny. You should check that out too. Yep. And Grievous has died. So that means the war would have been won, wasn't it? But we, that was the we promise. get back to another key moment where Anakin goes and tattletales on Mace Windu and says, uh, General Grievous might be dead, but I believe that the Sith Lord is Palpatine. And then we have a, the his, famous his line. Chief Palpatine. Famous line and from Mace Windu. And then Mace Windu. Instead of going, what? Palpatine? You know? He goes... A Sith Lord. Are you sure? And that's it. Yes. And uh, when I was looking at this, I was wondering, Samuel Jackson, great actor. He would know, no problem, what to do here. Yeah. What? We have to go there immediately. Yeah, like, like... But he's just reciting lines. Uh, why? I don't know! But it's true, unfortunately. And he's like, okay, we'll we'll go and get him. Even though this is the whole yeah, thing. This, this is the pivotal point where it's like, this is it. This is the bad guy. And instead, we get a more conversational, wide shots, documenting people talking to each other. Yep, and this is supposed to be like, okay, it's time, action time, action time. And the next scene, after that, we get to more... We get a somber scene that kind of... Oh, yeah, okay, should be yeah, in the, yeah, like, yeah. I like it. It's, there's no dialogue, there's nothing, it's just visuals, and the scary music, the scary... Where just Padme sitting down in the sunset. See, sunset is a is a it's kind of a motif in this. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. And Anakin's in the Jedi Council. No one's there, right? Even though, well, they're all out to get Palpatine. That's the idea. Everyone else is going out to get Palpatine, and he says, "Stay here, stay here, stay here, uh, Anakin, while we go." Yeah. And so he's Palpatine. making a decision: Should I help Palpatine and save yes. Padme, or should I? do that and it's just good both people act pretty well in this it's a good choreographed choreographed scene you should check it out because it's it's one of the highlights of this of this you know you don't see that stuff in episode one no <laughs> no it's true absolutely and then it's game time so this is where everything comes together this is where the you know the bubble of conspiracy pops and everything is clear mace windu furious emotion <laughs> just going through it he and he brings his two these Three Jedi that we've known since episode one already. You know, these amazing characters. That, that, you know, they, they've formed a, a yep. bond. They're going in, storming through into Palpatine's quarters. Palpatine is unsuspecting of what's happened, but Mace Windu knows. He is, he is, the whole world is coming and being clear to this Jedi Knight, this Jedi Bendu. And he comes in, storms in and goes, Palpatine, I know who you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we get ah, Master Windu, and Master Windu is just sitting, standing there, in the name of the Galactic Senate, on arrest. Get up, get up, <laughs> and and Pat Pat Papatino, are you threatening me, Master Jedi? And I like that because it just quickly switches. Because I would assume that uh, Palpatine was always he hates doing this. Yeah. And so when he when they realize who he is, he'd be like, "Did I dog?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> he could have done that. That would've been great because then it's just because that's who he is underneath all yeah, the time. Yeah. Now his re- the reveal is finally here. But then it gets worse. And I thought he would just force. You know. That's the thing. I always thought that let's say people immediately because they're his... here to arrest him. They're here to arrest the chancellor yeah. that they were following this whole time because they're idiots and they didn't understand. Okay, exactly. He, people of his caliber, like the emperor. 
Yoda, etc. All those people should only use the Force, in my opinion. Lightsabers, you know, they're beyond lightsabers. They're exactly. Forcemen. But unfortunately, he pops out, pops yeah. out a lightsaber. Weird, a red lightsaber. Curvy design. And lightsaber. then all this buildup, this whole hour buildup of really, I think it was very well done as a, you know, as a, like as a conspiracy thing, as a like what's going to happen. Even though we kind of know what's happening, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, this, but the structure. It of felt it like the the dark side of the force, the aura of evil, 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 evil was was all throughout this film. This well, maybe not very well, but well, you know, yeah, good. It works. And this is the moment where it breaks, and I actually laughed when we were watching this. We're going to get to some of the other parts in this And so scene. what happens? The Sith Lord is confronting this Jedi Bendu, Mace Windy, you know, who has been an ally of the good guys for so long, who has, you know, is one of the loudest voices of the people that everybody respects. And he's here, he's convinced he is the Dark Lord of the Sith, and this is the person that was at the root of all this war. Mm-hmm. And so both of them know who each other are, and they're face-to-face now, do it or die, what's going to happen between this Sith Lord of Evil and this Jedi Knight, right? Mm -hmm. Masters of the Force. Opposite sides. Ah! He comes in and does a backflip and then whoosh, whoosh! And guess what? (laughs) His Jedi Jedi Knight they brought with him, they die immediately. It's like, yeah. Immediately, within 10 seconds Wielding the lightsaber like 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 they wield a vacuum cleaner. (laughs) <laughs> Loosely then, holding these sticks. Oh uh, man! Uh, then, yeah. Look, they die immediately. Look, look. <laughs> and the kid Fisto, he kind of like yeah. holds his ground for five seconds, and he's dead after that. <laughs> and, and then they make stupid window. faces, and they they do a little lightsaber duel, well, and, and it's and all and out Pal- the window. Palpatine, Palpatine, you know, switch to double. He does flips and tricks. All of this, all this stuff that we've built up this entire hour. It's it's out the window. It's gone. It's gone. It's done. You can kiss all that goodbye. <laughs> and look, they're just battling and <laughs> they're looking at each other faces. angrily. <laughs> Sorry, that made okay. me laugh. <laughs> okay. And it's just anyway. You know, we're back to Anakin, his brooding little car, listening to rap and metal. <laughs> and he runs up, gonna right, go and so Anakin made he a makes decision, his decision to, to help. Palpatine and betray the Jedi. And it all comes to this. Now, we're going to get to some hilarious dialogue <laughs> here, which this. is beyond hilarity. I wish I could hear it again because it's so funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, when he uh, corners... when he corners. Uh, yeah, so when, when, when So Palpatine... Mace Windu apparently, you know, gets the best of, of this duel and uh, actually successfully sort of corners... Yeah, and he also, he also disarms... Galactic Disarms Gollum. Palpatine. Yeah. So Palpatine is on the ground, disarmed, no lightsaber... Anakin walks in. Runs oh, yes. In, he runs and he in. goes, What are you doing? And then we have amazing dialogue. Like that. You are under arrest, my lord. And it's like, what, Wouldn't he be like, like you. Your show's over. Like That's paraphrase, but I'm saying like something like that. You know? Not even that. It's like, all this stuff, this is all you. Yeah, yeah, there you, you go. Know? There you go. So much better. And he goes, No, no. And then he, he goes, goes, No. And he no, turns into this stereotypical evil die. guy. He's oh. shooting lightning bolts out of his fingertips, and Obi- uh, Mace Windu is blocking with his lightsaber. And this is the line. This is the line where, where he goes, 
He is the traitor. He is the traitor. <laughs> and then, and then, Palpatine's like, "I have the power to save the one you love." No, he is the traitor. He is the traitor. The Jedi are here to overthrow me. Oh, no, he is the traitor, Anakin. He is. He's the traitor. <laughs> That's the kind of dialogue that we get yeah. in the scene. I and can't hold it. It turns like, into a computer graphic. Oh man, that CG was, dude. That was the level of Peggy from uh, Captain America 2 quality. Oh, that's even worse. Yep, and this is the same level. And then he turns into the the monster of, you know, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But no, but yeah, why does he turn into this? <sighs> and then Anakin is like, no, he needs to fair trial. Blah, blah, blah. And Mason's <sighs> like, he's I'm too sorry. dangerous to like, be kept alive. After this, it's just, it was built up so well, and then this is what I we know. get. Well, we can go faster then. <sighs> so anyway, everybody knows what happens. Um, Palpatine's trying to be like, Anakin, no, Anakin kills Mace Windu. He slices his arm. And, and, ah! and, <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? He lightning bolts him out. And he goes, window. power of what is that? limited power. Like, what is he, like selling Gatorade or something? I, I don't know. I have no clue. I, it's hilarious. And I, I'm, un, I'm sad because this would have been... Something and then Mace Windu just dies, and the three things like just he's gone because no one needs it anymore. And then Anakin's like, "What have I done?" <laughs> and and Palpatine comes in and he just goes like, "It was a necessary thing. You've done well." But again, we always come back to the same thing: is that like this kind of a scene would work, you know? If this he is, didn't, this is the moment. Yeah, that Anakin turns the dark side, but instead it's just kind of, "What have I done?" Oh, he's like, "Just help me save Padmains." I mean, yeah. I like I like his eyes. You know, the Emperor's eyes. Scary. scary. Palpatine's eyes and stuff. It's so scary. And I like the voice. Yeah, because it's scary. Because now you're realizing that Anakin, like, he's, he's joining Satan, evil, space Satan. Yeah, and he's it would have been so good if it didn't have that dumb lightsaber thing, and it didn't have this whole yep. lightning thing that turned him into into I don't know what. Like this this puffy man, wrinkly Pete, wrinkly Pete, <laughs> and it. It would have been cooler if it was just like Palpatine just... I know, yeah. Oh, and then we just put him in shadow and we can okay. have a reflection and of the scary of that, evil light. That would be so... Yep. But on top of that, we have to remember that this they also just rush this and say... Oh, they rush it, yeah. You're Darth Vader. It's like... You're Darth Vader. I, good. I was just uh, assuming that on, on the, the Palpatine's desk there would be just this little note, like a piece well, of note went, paper. He went to SysNameGenerator.com. Well, or that. Or and he, he went... Ah, Darth Vader. It's like this could have been a whole running thing. No, no, he, Palpatine was thinking this whole time. He's running names through his head. Darth Plagueis Jr. <laughs> All these different things. And he went, Vader, okay. And then he's waiting for this moment where he goes, You will be Darth Vader. Vader. So that's rushed. That's rushed. And that, that's a typical and that's thing it. that happens and now with, he's with these like, kinds of films and, like prequels. And so he's trying to tell he's trying to tell Anakin. Okay, Darth Vader. Well, this is interesting though. I thought it was was good. The Jedi but, Uprising. Story wise, is that you know you can clearly tell that. Look, Anakin now he completely betrayed everyone he loves. Put it that way. Yeah. And Palpatine tells him, he's like, "Let's save Padme." He's like, "Oh well, that's kind of hard to learn." You know? Oh uh, like, yeah, yeah. And it's like you realize that is all completely just something to get him to join. I guess so. Yeah. So if you look from Anna's perspective. That's Anakin is like, what did he do? He completely messed up. He completely screwed How up. How good that would that be in a better film? Yeah, yeah. See, what I'm saying that, that's like that's the idea, which would have worked. And he's completely, you know, like he sacrificed everything for nothing, basically. 
So yeah, and then that scene uh, happens, and so they kind of rush that, and then he's like, "We must move. We must move quickly, quickly." And he's like, "Go to the Jedi Council. Go to the Jedi and uh, do a surprise attack because they won't be noticing because we have to eliminate them because they're going to destroy the the Republic." Yeah, his his, 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 his lies. story his lies yeah his story about so it's good and he's like then we shall have peace because then after that you should go to Mustafar and take out the all safest the, planet Mustafar. the safest planet and then you should take out all the conquistadors <laughs> separatists the conquistadors <laughs> then you should take out all the separatists then we shall have peace and that's the what do you think because you said that in his point of view he's thinking that it is peace well I don't know anymore because like like you said I like it. I like, I like my I version where he knows work. he knows what he's doing. He yeah, knows I think everything he's doing is completely selfish, but he's like, "That's what I do." I think I don't know. I think both ways work. I mean, the the other one, the stronger one, is what you're talking about, where he's completely evil. He knows he's doing wrong. That's that's the the strongest one. But the other side is that maybe in his twisted way of looking at the world, because his idea is that well, it will be peace. Listen, obviously, I know, like I said, in his idea, there will be peace, but with one condition: he rules everyone. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's completely. Yeah, terrible. And so that in his mind, it's great. He's like, it's peaceful. But it's awful. Yeah, so Anakin goes off and slaughters the Jedi like animals. Yes. With a bunch bad. of clone Very troopers. Because clone troopers, those are under the sway of... lads. And now, so the Republic just whoosh, flipped over and now it's... Overnight. Now the Dark Lord <laughs> controls both sides. And he's going to just disconnect from the <laughs> separatist side. Like, oh, yeah, he doesn't want to be the separates. <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't he want to be part of the separatist side? He can have both, more armies. Yeah, he probably does. So anyway, we go back to the battle in uh, Utapau. See, I think the Utapau scenes are way too long. Yeah, yep. Because it's just too much Obi-Wan. Okay, so this part, so, so then the scene Obi-Wan of the is still, you know, none the wiser, and he's just like, yo, we're going to go and uh, keep fighting the good fight, right? In the Clone War. And then at General Admiral Cody... Our good old friend. Famous. Cody. Admiral Cody. Everybody mentions him in this movie. Cody is once. just all over the place. And he's like, yeah, forgot your lightsaber. And he's like, he's like my, this lightsaber, this weapon is my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cody gets a call from... The Emperor. No, not, not yet, but he is pretty he is much. To execute Order 66. 66. Which should have been cooler if it was Order 1. Yeah, right? Because it's all building up to Order 1. Everything else they yeah. did, but now order one. That's, that's reserved. That, then that, 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 that'd be cool because it would be like evil. It would be like the clones were built, and their first order registered was destroyed. That would have been cool. That would have been cool, but no. It has to look like Satan's. Yeah, <laughs> satanic. And then we have the montage of the Jedi getting killed with the nice sad. music. That was sad. I think that, I think this is a sad scene. Because what I like about this, as well as you can see, Cody is being all buddies with with Obi Wan mm. throughout the entire film, and then. He just turns. Just completely because turns. Because he doesn't have his own free will. Yep. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool seeing all this unraveling. Yeah. You know, and then, but, you all know, sad. because we didn't like the Jedi in the first place, you know, who cares? Again, like, Mundi, I, I think this is going to be a recurring theme Idiot here, bureaucrat. That, yeah, who's just, you know. And then on Pandora with um, the blue Twi'lek. This is going to be a recur- recurring theme here is that... um. You know, these ideas in the film... Like, I love how like, the blue like, Twi'lek dies. I like forget these her name. scenes, for instance, you know... Wait, the way she dies in Utapau? Uh, she's just... Oh, no. That was directly one, 159. You should check it out. It's hilarious. You oh, should. I give up! Yeah, the reoccurring theme is that... You ought to get stomach pains. These scenes would work oh, if the film... Oh. Um, were better, basically. Mm-hmm. And then 
all our all our favorite Jedi yeah, we can friends. This. And so, the clones also, you know, try to fight, kill, and kill Yoda and Kashyyyk, right? The Wookiees help out, and uh, Yoda climbs around Chewbacca, no relation, <laughs> to escape or something, find out what's going on. And the, you know, the the clones are attacking the Jedi Temple. We don't get to see much of that. Mm-hmm. And then comes this this the scene where this little British boy. Master Skywalker, what, what are we going to do? Yeah, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Anakin's like, I'll kill all of you. Like animals. Terrible things, terrible like things. animals. I like the cutaway, though, uh, where we see C-3PO saying random stuff. And then Padme just has this feeling and mm-hmm. starts crying. And I think that's yeah, that's a very good... Um, it's a good way of, of... What's that movie, that 1920s movie, that, intro- that sort of made, was a revolution in editing and symbolism? With cutting away the different mm-hmm. shots, I don't, know, I don't remember what it's called, but it's a very okay, probably no, kind of the same thing. Here. Okay, and then Jimmy Smiths comes Jimmy in. Smiths. Jimmy Smiths. He comes in to check out what's going on in the Jedi Temple because it's burning, and then the clones are like, "Sir, get out of here." Okay, yeah, and then he sees uh, Jet Lucas, George Lucas's son. Oh yes, as a Jedi with a really cool Jedi outfit. You know, try to hack and slash, slice and dice some of these guys, but he gets killed. And then Jimmy Smith goes, "No!" Mm-hmm. And then he runs, away. <laughs> he runs away. Ah! What's happening to the Jedi? And Obi Wan is, of course, he survives Cody's onslaught. And then Yoda says, "Uh, Yoda's about to leave Kashyyyk. He has mm-hmm. to leave and go back and see what's going on." So Chewbacca, no relation, and Tarful, I think, is the other Wookiee's name. Okay, take him to his little. Miniature pod, his little yep. ET pod, yep. and he goes, "Miss you, I will, Chewbacca." I know, you know, Obi Wan. Yeah, miss them, do not. Miss you, I will. You know, Obi Wan's not perfect. Not a perfect guy. You mean Yoda? Yeah, <laughs> Obi Wan did nice. <laughs> That's what I did too. Last time. Really? That's what I did. So anyway, then what then happened? We go to this awesome scene. Then Bail Antilles, who is who is uh, Jimmy Smiths. Uh, he goes into his Tantive Four or awesome. whatever it is, and then we just get this flashback of nostalgia. With the original it. film. Yeah. Kind of distracting, to be honest. Is <laughs> Obi-Wan still on this planet? Obi-Wan's Ugh. still on this planet, but then he, you know, goes into uses uh, some kind of old and busted ship to get ship. back to Coruscant. And he sees, we see a little corpse of General Grievous, which I kind of like. <laughs> I never yeah. noticed that. And then Anakin goes to Padme. Now he's Anakin like, is already preaching What's the up? dark side. And then they just, kind of, they just kind of talk a little bit. About no, he's already talking about how it's like, the Jedi are evil. And passive Padme is just... Yeah, she's just being passive. For some reason, she's just there. She's just there. I know. Yeah, I mean, like, he's telling Standard her fair. the wrong things. And uh, Obi Wan and Yoda regroup on the Tantive because uh, Bail Antilles, aka Jimmy Smiths, tells them to get on there. Hop aboard. We'll have a. Hey, you know what's funny? Is the Tantive part of the uh, planet pro- Leia's from? Yeah. It's weird how that architecture is totally different than the planet's architecture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, they're talking, and I like this shot where uh, it's uh, it's on one thirty, um, twenty four. Uh, you can see Yoda kind of walking with um, Obi Wan and Jimmy Smith's the seven foot eight guy or whatever mm-hmm. he is. I like it because Yoda's just wilding along. That's kind of cool. Is Obi Wan is you can see Obi Wan in the ship. Oh, yeah. that's right. There you go. And they just talk about what, what we should do. You yeah. Know? They figure out some plans, and the plans are to destroy the dark side. And I'm pretty sure the next... Very general plan. I'm pretty sure what happens is 
all the bad guys go to Mustafar finally. We get to see the scary ah, volcano planet. And uh, yep, all the uh, w- which is already becoming kind of irrelevant. All the what is? Uh, if th- this is what I like actually, I like seeing these um, these guys that were a threat in episode one and two, the separatists and you know their droid armies, how they're just diminishing in uh, importance. Yeah, now they're just now they're, they're just, expendable completely. Yeah, and I I really like that. Like you know, we just saw a nice big close up of a much better uh, moved puppet of you know like what's his name. Nimoidian man. Newt Gunray. Newt Gunray. He's just, he's like, yeah, yeah, he, you know, it's irrelevant now. Yeah, yeah. So there's a special session of Congress going on now, and uh, the Emperor just decides to declare that he's the Emperor. Now I can finally call him the Emperor. There you go, finally. Now you're going to call him Palpatine. He's like, we are the first galactic empire! Woo! And everyone's like, woo! <laughs> and what and distracted me like, so much about this, this Congress is session... Dies. Is Jar Jar being in the same booth with all the Naboo <laughs> yeah, people? The I hated that so much because you started this. Yeah, yeah. Why does anyone they call that? Call like, everybody should have just turned to Jar yeah. Jar. Why is he even there? Because I really hate that. I really hate it because the, it's just the so distracting. Thing is that Jar Jar is probably such an idiot that he didn't realize. Yeah. Oh, oh, Misa gone bombad. Is Misa to blame? Oh man. Yes, Jar Jar. Misa did no wrong. <laughs> But Misa did no wrong, girl. I mean, <laughs> man. All right. So finally, after that happens, Galactic Empire gets gets in the gets in the game, and Anakin decides to carry on the Emperor's orders. And also, by the way, I just wanted to say that Padme says, "This is how liberty dies with thunderous applause." Yeah, I was gonna quote First that. Galactic Empire. Ah! <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Jar Jar does that. Yeah. And he was the one. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. I mean, not that I hate him because he's he's just he's a, he's an idiot and he's still there. And I know it's because George Lucas wants to push him in because, you know, take that fans. That's yeah. kind of what it is. So anyway, uh the, so is doing the dirty duties. The separatists are hidden in Mustafar the safest place in the galaxy, yeah. in the universe. And they await Darth Vader. Darth Vader shows up and Anakin goes, hmm, I blew up your ship when I was 10. Oh. <laughs> but he's not thinking about that. He's thinking bad things. Yeah. And Obi-Wan and Yoda go into the temple at dawn and try to, uh, and Yoda becomes Sonic again and just, you know, just lovingly destroying all these with relish. All these clone troopers with relish. Well, that's a very green. And delight. It is like, and rush. remember that deleted scene where the clone trippers are trying to pretend to be Jedi. Oh man! Uh, why wasn't that in the movie? See, there's Jar Jar right there. Oh, I hate boy. him. One thirty four, and also <laughs> I Patch Joe is there too, so that's kind of cool. I Patch Joe, not cool Panaka. What is Panaka? No, I Patch Joe is not Panaka. And uh, you know, Emperor looks kind of fat, but it doesn't matter. I like this cut, this 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 uh, montage where they cut from Palpatine going. This is the first galactic empire, safe and secure, prosperous society, and then it cuts to Anakin killing yeah. the separatists, and we, you can see Poggle the Lesser getting just sliced in half, cut in half, and then, we only want peace, <coughs> we don't want to, please, <laughs> ah! I liked it, yeah. it's dark, and in a better movie, you know, it would have had, yeah, I agree, I agree, and dark. then Obi-Wan and Yoda successfully get into the Jedi Temple and they have to see what made all the younglings dead. And then the revelation of, Yoda goes, uh, okay. don't look there if you want your heart broken. Yeah. If you don't want your don't, heart broken. Yeah. 
And, and Obi-Wan realizes. Yo, Obi-Wan goes, I must. Oh. That, oh. That's pretty much the reaction of Obi-Wan. Oh. Oh. How does Yoda know? He checked them all out already. Oh, he already checked it out. Yeah, he's like, and he's terrible. and they sent a distress signal to all the remaining Jedi that didn't get killed, as well. But the thing is, oh, but then that that could be like you know what? Because uh, we never see the other Jedi, the stress, the distress signal Jedi's Jedi. Now people are thinking now we can have opportunity, and then you know they're going to make up all these fanciful fan made Jedi, you know, like these OC. Jedi, you know, with the markings, and they're the, all the cool guys that got left behind. I'm a Jedi Knight. I had the hardcore Jedi. Yeah. And so Obi-Wan and Yoda decide we have to take both Darth Vader and Darth Sidious out, even though they don't call him Darth Sidious anymore. Oh, yeah. Weird. You kind of dropped that name. And they got to take him out. And, and Obi-Wan's like, like, no, I, I can't. He's like my brother. Anakin. I can't take Anakin out. And Yoda goes, not strong enough for you to fight uh, Palpy. I'll take him. I guess you're right. Okay. So why my biggest question and it's, is... It's pretty emotional. I mean, the only reason I think it's emotional is because the, the structure of the story makes it that way. <laughs> but it's not really the uh, execution so much. But even I though agree. But it does... I it does like does, I said, that's the theme here. Visually, that, I like the sunset idea and the sunrise idea like that yeah. would be used for conflict. I mean, the, the theme here is dark. I mean, this is, you know... Yeah, yeah. This is serious business, badness. Mm-hmm. that has to be dealt with. It's... Difficult and terrible. I was going to say, uh, my biggest question is why didn't they fight Anakin together and then go and hit <laughs> Right? Like, there's no pressure for time. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah. That, that's one, like, internal logic flaw. Yodo. Y- Yodo. <laughs> Yodo. Yodo and Obi. Yodo and Frodo. Yodo and Frodo. Yodo and o- Frodo and Obi could have gone. <laughs> not fight. Frodo shouldn't even Frodo be in here. not. No, Frodo's, Frodo's, going, Frodo's going to his own Mustafar <laughs> yeah. journey. Obi-Wan and Yoda should have just gone to Mustafar. We found you. My powers have doubled. And then let's go and fight Emperor Palpatine. At but the that wouldn't make a good movie. So, But Lucas should have said, guys, any other opinions, guys? Someone would have said, why can't they go and fight? Why do they have to fight separately? And then and they make up a reason. Make and up a reason. Like the reason is like... Uh, you know, um, Palpatine's energy level, his <laughs> bar is just going up. Some, anything. Yeah, whatever, anything. can. So anyway. Like the dark side. The dark side Obi-Wan has a chat with uh, Passive Padme, who just Again, cries and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> I saw her killing <laughs> younglings. <laughs> I can't even say that right. Why younglings? <sighs> Children. You know what's funny? I have to say, I don't think younglings is the worst term. Really? I don't think I'd be like younglings, okay. like Star Wars. And... We go back to Mustafar, so everything's turning red well, and, no, and scary, yeah, full Obi-Wan of talked fire. To Padme, and... and Obi-Wan is like basically telling Padme... He's going to have to kill... I have to. Even though he could, he could, he could just lie to her. It would have been better. No, I feel that's wrong. No. I wouldn't, no. I would! No, why? I, to make her feel better. So it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm going to just kill my best friend. Hey, <laughs> wife of my best friend. That's the, the, I'm going to kill your husband. A difficult question to answer, though. Because I'm going to kill your husband lying. now. That's wrong. Well, yeah, but th- for the film, it makes Obi-Wan seem like he's trying to help uh, Padme emotionally and psychologically because he can't mm. bear to say this. Mm. And therefore, that's true. he can... And, then, and therefore, he's just trying to make her feel better. But we, as the audience can see, oh, Obi-Wan shouldn't have maybe not I say I see what that. you're saying. I'm not saying it's right. I'm no, just know, saying know, that he shouldn't have. I think it would have been better if he was like, no, yeah, and maybe like he's, he's trying to hide it. To hide it, and know? then she knows. She's like, "Ugh, 
And then she goes and actually takes action well, for a second. Well, in that, in that, way, in that way as well, though, she would understand as well. Obi-Wan can't, yeah. can't say then. She would obviously... <laughs> so she decides to take action and takes C- C-3PO with, with her, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes on her chrome ship number three. She's loving chrome. All her Clearly. chrome. And so she's like, I'm going to go. So she goes, and then Obi-Wan stowaways. Stows away in the bathroom. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's the, it's Probably the, it's the, the water bathroom. closet. Yeah. Those buttons are awesome. And C-3PO like gets to commentary now. the pilot. What? We're doing commentary well, now. <laughs> we should just describe what we're seeing. So Obi-Wan closes the door with the force. He's crouching. He's like, he's going to take a little poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Palpatine, who's now Emperor, is talking to Darth Vader, his main man now. Yeah, his which I, which fresh, I like. His fresh apprentice. <laughs> I, I like seeing that because I feel like it just feels like this is such potential. It would be so cool yeah. to see. Well, because this this mo- moment in the film is really where it turns this, you know, like you just see all the, goes to an- hell in yeah, a hand basket, man. Like you just see Anakin, or a tally basket. Anakin's love choice those is, is so you know terrible, and he's just he's not only is he ruining everything, but he's going against himself. He's going against everyone else. That he you know he's going against this whole idea yeah, of yeah. Padme. It's paradoxical. He's saying that he wants to keep Padme, you know, but that's. In this world that he's choosing to live in, it's just completely upside down, you know. And so that's the what we should be seeing here. Yeah, and I think it translates somewhat. But then again, like we said before, is that um. So Padme goes to find him in Mustafar. I have to say this scene. Of the and now movie, everything is red and orange and conflict. This and scene orange in the and movie lava. when we watched in the theaters was, I think, the strongest. Oh yeah, scene hands down. But you have to say it's the only strongest because it's a yeah. great idea George had way at the beginning with a lava planet. And he wanted the end of Return of Jedi to be with a lava planet, but perfect opportunity here. Dueling on a lava. Even though I have a, a whole other theory about a Star Wars Episode Three, mm-hmm. which would have easily been Naboo exploding and going supernova or whatever, destroying itself, planet core erupting, and everything turns into oh, lava anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we could have a repeat of Obi Wan fighting Anakin in Naboo, ah, yeah, and, it, yeah. and it gets destroyed. And it wouldn't be so much preset planet. It would be yeah, like something yeah. And it would have looked exactly like this, no problem. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool, actually. Because we don't see Naboo anymore in the new movies. In, in <laughs> new movies. In the original Star Wars films. Yeah. So, just a, just a stupid idea. Not a stupid idea. I kind of like that idea. So, anyway, I Anakin d- did the evil deed, and he's kind of. You remember there's this one shot where he's crying a little bit about it? I like that. Of what, course. What, what, what there's earlier on, Anakin's just out in the balcony, and he's just. Looking solemnly, and then this is the one thing Hayden Christensen really? can do. When did he do that? And so Padme then starts telling him. Padme starts getting active a little too late. Yeah. <laughs> a little too late. And she's like, Anakin, Anakin, Anakin. And he's like, My powers, my powers. Only my powers can save you. Oh, his powers, his Dragon Ball Z powers. And Anakin starts getting delusions of grandeur. Absolute delusions. Uh, I can overthrow him. I brought peace to the galaxy because we can know. rule, make things. I feel like Palpatine tried to put all these separatist leaders in the same area. Just so he can have Anakin go there and pretend that Anakin single-handedly ended the war. Hmm. I don't know if this was intended in why the would film that be, or not. Why would that be beneficial, though? Just me? to give him an ego trip. So it's ah. like, ah, uh, you know, so he's like, I'm the hero and this is the best side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think of that. That's so anyway, uh, you know, she's here and she's kind of pregnant. You can see the little belly. and uh, Yeah, so this is the moment where Padme realizes. Buns in the oven. Finally realizes. Galactic buns. Galactic buns. She finally realizes that Anakin... Yeah, because he's he's he's, he's nuts. He's going nuts. The dark side has taken a hold of him. And she's him like, no, completely. no, no, no. I, I, and then I, I kind of liked it when she was like, no, I can't. You know, like even though the lines and the 
but the again the idea the idea, the idea is, is there that she is saying like she's expressing that yeah it's it's impossible that she you know and it's obviously you know and then she, breaking her heart and then Obi-Wan shows up cause he's yeah and then this away. is yeah, the timing he's like oh it's Obi-Wan it's Obi-Wan Obi-Wan and then Obi-Wan there he is like, you're doing everything and he's like you have done that yourself remember that yeah and then he's he, he's like Padme you you did this to me He's choking. And he's choking Padme. I think the idea is good again. Yeah. If I were Obi-Wan, I would be like... Yeah, Obi-Wan should have stopped. Stopped! Yeah. And it would have would have actually helped counter the movie. Counterforce, Because it would have made Obi-Wan seem like still a good guy, still yeah. trying to help. And then it would make Anakin even more angry because he's yep. like saving Padme. You guys are, you know... Yeah, like what do you... Like he would even get more delusions. Yeah, so that would have been, you know, good. And then yeah. so they have this wonderful... The, the, the big final battle happens. And this is the final discussion. Lecture me, Obi Wan. I see through the lies of the Jedi. I do not fear the dark side as you do. You do. Well, he's you know Anakin has a good point because the Jedi were idiots this whole time. Relatively, your new empire. <laughs> and then he just goes, "Don't make me kill you." It's just this, these, these lines. I don't know what to say. You know, Anakin, my allegiance is to the Republic, to the democratic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that was from like, like things like that where he's like to democracy, like that, like. You could have just said some some other word that would have encompassed something. Just yeah, you know, don't talk. Don't be so specific. Sometimes. And then when they start fighting, I wish Obi Wan could have done something to make Anakin even angrier, and then Anakin could just charge at him. And then it goes. Come on, go. No, not you. You could start. You could keep talking. Oh, right, right. Then the big fight happened. What do you think of the battles? Nick Gillard, stunt coordinator. One of the best parts of the film. I think the battle is very well done. I like the battle. Because again, it's the you know it's, it's the climax, and you know, this like the the thing you would never want is you know two people who were again yeah. according to the story best friends, but also really good fighters they fight each other, and but they're also really good fighters and they're good fighters, good good, yeah. good good fights, yeah. And then uh, Yoda gets to the, the Emperor's office, and then he gets those Imperial guards. Now, what I hate element. about this is these. Imperials just popping, start popping in. This out of is a classic. No development. This is a classic fault with when a series has to bridge yeah. the next series. It doesn't bridge suddenly, it. Like I'm saying, when it has to, suddenly stuff starts popping up last minute. Yeah. Look, Imperial guards. Look this. Look. <laughs> look at this architecture. Look at the tentative. Look. Yeah. Where did they? Where were they before? Right. It could have been Why, in the second movie. Tarkin should have been a whole character throughout episodes two and three. Yep. Absolutely. And then we have the battle keeps. We can. I don't know. The battle's good. The battles, music is great. John Williams. You know. Oh, the music is excellent. It's like I a tragic the, version of Duel of the Fates. The music is excellent. I think this this perfectly perfectly sets the the tragic tone. And they're fighting amongst dead bodies. I know. The separatists of a war that was completely false. Yeah. See. Again, like a lot of these things. Great ideas. Yeah, but. But when we're watching this, we see this this ridiculousness. We see little green man. Yeah, my little green friend. And so Yoda. So and what do you think of this battle between Yoda and Dude? If if I thought Mace Windu yeah. fighting Palpatine was silly, what do you think? I think about this even sillier. So there we go. Yoda's trying to help things, but I like that there's a bit of lightheartedness in there a little bit. Like when Yoda 
hits those two Imperial guards and they fall over and it just makes you laugh a little bit because it's been a little bit mm-hmm. dire this whole time. And then look at this, just flipping around! And, and, and back to lightsabers again. And back to lightsabers and I like how uh, Palpatine's like, Darth Vader would be more powerful than either of us. He's not wrong. Actually, I don't know. But he doesn't because he turns into the robot cyborg. Oh. And that's what I like about Palpatine. So do you Palpatine. think that stifled Darth Vader's powers? I think so. And I also think that... Uh, this whole stuff, all the all this story stuff with this with these bad guys and stuff, I think it's all good in, in the Star Wars. Yeah, in the Star Wars way story. Yeah, like the, the I think that's really fascinating, and I'm very un, unhappy that it just didn't get enough of that oomph that it deserved. Yeah. So Anakin and Obi Wan are just you know still killing each other. They're battling. And then the, then twirls. they then at one point they do a twirl and they don't hit each other, which I hate. It's it's. it's I know well, it's supposed to be like they're so alike the, the that twirl, they're... The twirl isn't as bad as the force push. Yeah, where they're, where they're force pushing each other, yeah. right? And there's no wind. And there's no wind. They're just holding like hands like little kids pretending. <laughs> and it should have been like bursts of wind. should have sound effects. Because this is what we did when we were kids. Yeah. And even when I was a kid, I wanted to make a Star Wars fan film and do that same force thing before this, years before this. It was like in 2000. And I had the idea of having wind. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know. There's no point in... But anyway, but the fight is great, as we keep saying, you know, they're just the fight is good. fighting each other. And then Yoda and Darth Sidious, Pal- Palpy, Sheev. No, no, the Emperor, now you can say. Yeah, Palpy, Sheev, the Emperor, Sheev, Palpatine. Yep. Um, first name, Sheev. Who is this Sheev? That's his first name. And Sheev. That, they, they revealed that just Mr. a year Sheev. ago. They, they revealed that a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> they revealed it, like... Two it's, years ago, the announcement. The, the one you've been waiting for. His first What's the emperor's name? Sheev. Sheev. <laughs> it's what true. Is na- and they last name, like... Palpatine. Sheev. Oh, Palpatine. Yeah. Oh. That was a nickname, Palpatine. Oh, well, of course, Palpatine, because of the... Because Chancellor Palpatine. Yeah, Sheev. I told you this two <laughs> Star Wars podcasts ago. So anyway, they're fighting in the council meeting. So I think it's kind of cool because we've seen this council meeting as a boring place full of idiots. Mm-hmm. But now we get to see two idiots killing each other. Woo! And then throwing council things. And, and we were talking about during this throwing fight. Slizes. And I was talking about that during this fight, the Duel of the Fates music came in. I don't know why. Kolo Ratava! Why do you think so? And Yoda's doing flips and somersaults and, you know, all that kind of stuff. What flips and tricks, and 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 Palpy's just well, throwing is, is the throwing whole... these things like discs, and there's a quota. And when I was in the theater, I already like I told you, in for episode two when the Duel of the Fates music came in when Anakin was looking for his mother mm-hmm. around Tatooine, I thought Darth Maul, Darth Maul, Darth Maul, because it's the Darth Maul theme. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, but yeah, you know what I mean. Again, what I wanted to say about the music, real quick, let's just hold that thought for a second. The music for Star Wars is four, five, and six are. Character centric, character and location, and place centric, pretty mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes themes for events, but not really. For the prequels, if you actually look at it, <clears throat> it's more intelligent because it's making themes for situations. Like Duel of the Fates was oh, for yeah, 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 for yeah, a situation that is thematically relevant. Yeah, to the, the scene. Yeah. That's interesting. I never noticed that actually. That's a good. That's a good. Um, Pretty interesting to me. Good pointing out there. That's yeah. Okay, so anyway, 
No. Duel of the Fates is going on here, right? And, yeah. and, and, and Palpatine's like, yeah. And he's throwing these. these he should have been like, things. unlimited discs. <laughs> Look how many discs. Unlimited. <laughs> and, and, and I thought, if only Darth Maul could just join the fight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. My old but we did just... say that Jar Jar should have been left in the the council here in the in the big hall in one of those discs, those platforms, mm-hmm. and he's actually like cleaning up or something. <laughs> and then what George Lucas had a perfect opportunity to do was during this Yoda and Palpatine fight to have cuts with Jar Jar's reaction, and he sees the fight, and yeah, we, yeah. we see him looking at the fight going, "This is bomb bad." You know, mm-hmm. and then Palpatine and Yoda just keep jumping around, and he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and <laughs> and then and then they jump in between <laughs> in between Jar Jar and they're and Jar Jar's like just sitting there and clashing lightsabers, and, and Jar Jar's like, "Oh no, no, please!" <laughs> oh man! Ah, ah! And eventually they force push him away. Yeah. And well, he, they preferably they would slice his head off. But, they accidentally slice his but head But if this off. is George Lucas' version, th- and then they're lightning each other, and he gets struck between the lightning. Yeah, and he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Just, just like, like, just like in the first one. <laughs> oh. I'm still gonna feel this in the morning. You know, oh, like... Oh, man. And no, no, the ultimate thing, B.O.B., he didn't die. He survives. Yeah. You know, like, he drops down and Jimmy Smith saves him. Yeah, yeah. And so, they, they, they do a little forced lightning, and then just your worst... Well, sound I hate effect. That sound effect when Yoda scrapes his, his nails yeah. on the disc. And Yoda is kind of defeated. Shuttle thing. I like when he falls over and you don't see his cloak anymore. Kind of humbles yeah. him a little bit yeah. because he kind of needed that because he's just you a know, stuck he, up jerk yeah. in this I mean, th- think about it. Yoda, yeah, he does tend to be, you know, he tends to kind of dominate. And then it intercuts with uh, the Mustafar battle, which is, you know, pretty cool. Yeah, Mustafar battle, as we said, is cool. And it has emotion in it. And oh, Absolutely. People at Red Letter Media, they like hitting on the no, prequels too much because like they're bringing their emotional baggage gotta into it. Gotta give credit, and my credit is that this has as much, you know, this has emotion. Like, well, let me remind you: when I watched it in the theaters, this scene was emotional. This was a part where you're because, watching because you—it's all cum- culminating, you know, to this, and you're like, "Wow!" It's like, and this isn't because of a mastery of filmmaking or something like that. Specifically, it's more of because we saw these guys together and we at least had some scenes of, hey, yeah. what's up? Well, and again, it's just, just the notion, the notion that the yeah. story is presenting. Yeah. So Yoda's adventures happen when he just climbs down into like a little gremlin, like a little mogwai. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy Smith helps him. Jar Jar! Ah. And Jimmy Smith, again, Jimmy Smith appears out of nowhere. He's like in two scenes in episode two. Well, he's been circling around. Just and now. then he's like, remember what Yoda says? Into exile I must go. Failed, I have. And he said Jimmy Smith should have said... Uh, you could have tried harder. <laughs> something, something like that. Should have been in the movie. <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. Oh, man. I mean, though, I mean, you got to admit, though, I mean, like, I mean, obviously, you know, if, I, if I was in Yoda's position, I wouldn't be able to do what Yoda did. But, I mean, this is, like, your one shot, he's an old, right? He's an old, old 900-year-old frog. Yeah, but shouldn't he fight, like, to the end or something? I don't know. So yeah, uh, then they get on this platform. Anakin and Obi Wan get on. Anakin, Anakin and Obi Wan get on two platforms uh, in the lava because yeah. this is lava river. Luckily, and, the platforms have little, you know, and Mustafar is apparently this uh, you know mining planet where they mm-hmm. mine for ores for lava. And, 
funny. It's like the mud collectors in, in Monty Python, Holy Grail. They're just piling it up. Mud. So, so now these guys are on these lava. platforms on the lava. Yeah, and the, and people are like, oh, that would have killed we're them. We're very but... near the end of the battle here. Yeah. This is the true final confrontation when it comes to the yeah, clash this, this of This is like sides. level three, right? Yeah. This is the clash of sides. And, and again, you know... Keep repeating ourselves, but I know what it's trying to do in the scene. But the dialogue. Oh, the dialogue. The dialogue. The dialogue break is, is just you know. I have failed you, Anakin. I have failed in, you. In my opinion, it's good. I should have known that you had blood in your Bad. Evil it's already a bad dialogue. Anakin, here. Chancellor Palpatine is evil. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. And well, then we you are, are lost. And wasn't that a, wasn't that a, a, a an absolute statement? <laughs> I don't do an absolutes. And so that's the thing, really, with these with these lines. And they that, fight some more. And they fight some more. This is the end for you, my master. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this is it. This is finally. Yeah. We are really close to the end now of the battle. And they're they're just they're fighting it out. They're fighting. They it are out. dueling it up. Okay, here it comes. And Obi Wan does a so beautiful, does a, flip, a graceful flip. Ten out of ten. Gets the high ground. Warns Anakin not to try it. Not to get to the shore him. of this lake that they're in. Yeah. Like the, he's lava on a platform lake. in the lava, lava platform, lake. Lava lake. And he goes, you underestimate my power. And he's like, don't do it, Anakin. I have the don't high ground. It. Yeah, he's really he's like, don't try it. Tell them. And then Anakin's like, yeah. And he slices Anakin's And he slices limbs. him. Slices and dices and Anakin's him. Anakin's down at the bottom. Oh, no. And, and so this scene, I have to say, in the theater was quite an emotional well, yeah, scene. But when we watched it. Like we said, the zombification of... Sights and sounds. And no, no, but I'm just saying, like, just... Even yeah. watching it now? Uh, you know, still, I still think for me it is, like, you this You are scene, the chosen one! I think, I have to say that both actors, and particularly Hayden Christensen, does a really good job, I think, in this scene, portraying this ultimate fall of Anakin. Yeah, and okay. this is the ultimate fall, and this is, like, this is... It said the, you this, would this, this, shows, in this shows the ultimate end of following the, this evil path that, that Anakin goes down. Yeah, and it shows it goes gets so far that he tells his best friend that he hates him. Right? And I think that's still that's that's well, that maybe scene. he's saying that just because he's in just because he kind of cut his legs off. You cut my legs off. Either way, I'm just saying. You bloody I'm idiot! Saying, I'm just saying that the, the the concept of it and I know, in, I, know, in I, know, scene, you know I know I know I know I know I know but that that's the thing I think that. Uh, did a good job there, you know, and it really and I, everything. Even when I watch it, still, it's just like you know. It really is a good example of, you know, ultimate evil. And so there you go. And that's that's, that's like... I think uh, that scene was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. And he just takes his, picks up his lightsaber and walks away. Yeah. And, you know, and Obi-Wan, you know... Is I, I always felt like Obi-Wan should have, like, should I leave him like this? Maybe I should kill him to just end his suffering after he yeah. turned, gets into fire. Yeah. That's the thing, like, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan is, like, he's at a place where he would never, ever want to be in, you know? Oh, well, yeah. And so... What does he do? Even though their friendship wasn't so well. Again, I'm, I'm granting. Yeah, I know. Granting I'm, you're the granting. Movie, yes, the, okay. Just, just to make it clear. Just but to, make it clear. to be clear, yeah, the movie does not do a good job in developing the characters. And you're so, this, brother, and subsequently, that's why, like, something like this isn't as powerful as it. Could and here's have some been. good dialogue because it is, it is powerful, but it just could have been more powerful. Yeah. And then, and I can, but I feel like the only way, reason it gets powerful is because we know the yeah. original films. We know the original films. We know how it ties in. We yeah. know the backstory and all these things. And you're totally right. I agree with you. And then Anakin gets uh, incinerated a little bit, the immolated, as just you a little say. bit, just a little bit. And he does some pretty good, some pretty effective screams there. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Obi Wan would just instead of walking away, he should just come up and go. 
Oh, uh, just, just, just <laughs> but then he's like, I'll stop myself. Oh yeah, he could have done that. Yeah, he's like, ah, he yeah. and, he, and he just falls uh, falls down. He's like, yeah, can't do it, Anakin. <laughs> that, you know that that could have been good. So good. it doesn't look like he's a little bit because again these characters just they're just like oh well, I'm done oh, oh. you know tap like tapping C three P on the shoulder and just kind of he seems okay now looking like we're we're at uh, two oh one and he's like looking at like that's uh, the thing like shouldn't he be devastated shouldn't he absolutely devastated cheeky puffy face and runny oh, nose because of the heat well what? also with the runny nose and the and the puffy puffy eyelids yeah because yeah. you know. It's been it's been a hard day's night. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> so anyway, that's the thing again, Padme like, is like just sitting, just lying down on the passive. She's Padme passive is Padme. even more passive because Can't she's be knocked out. Passive. There's only one way she can get more passive, which will happen. <laughs> which will happen. <laughs> so they escape Mustafar. Anakin's, as far as we know, he's still suffering. Obi Wan's just having a little. See, Obi Wan like kind of stroking his face. That's the problem, though. Obi Wan is kind of like just kind of like. Whew, you know, rough day. It's like, it's like, everyone, this is the another worst un- ever. Another unhappy takeoff. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> and then we on. cut back to Anakin, which is pretty, pretty sad and yep, kind of disgusting, which is both good, which I, I, I approve. And then the Emperor comes in, I can call him the Emperor, in his deluxe uh, Imperial uh-huh. shuttle, which never showed up in any of the films until now for some reason. That's what I really hate. Yep, again, popping in, man. And uh, it's, yeah. like, it's like Anakin... And they they rest, love they, they for better you know like for better or worse like he, they kind of they rescue him yeah and he goes Anakin you will love you will enjoy this ride at our new ships we have created see that's what I would have, would have liked Model to have seen 001. that's what I would have liked to have seen Emperor feel like he's not necessarily concerned of Anakin's but he kind of did I think no look look no, look no. look what he does at 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 two oh three he just sort of s- stands there and then just kind of. Was, that is oh. true. But he did. Earlier, he kind of strokes his head a little bit. Earlier though, he did say like, "Oh, he's alive." I thought that was that made sense because he's like, "I don't care, just as long as he's alive." But well, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he would have been. He didn't have to. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Totally, it would work better. And then we go to this asteroid uh, place where Qui Gon's uh, cameo could have been. Where you know, okay, the asteroid place is where they escape. Bail, uh, aka Jimmy Smiths, uh, gets Yoda to escape, and they're hiding in this asteroid. Yeah. moon base, right? Right. And so they're just waiting for something to happen. See what happened to Obi-Wan, right? Obi-Wan arrives there with Padme's entourage, mm-hmm. which is C-3PO. And R2-D2? Uh, yeah, probably, and R2-D2. Probably. And uh, on the chrome ship, right? So they're back. Jimmy Smits is there. Yoda's AKA there. Bail Organa. Remember how... I, I actually kind of like this. Remember how the Clone Wars was so big? There's yeah. so many characters. Now we're just reduced to these three. Yeah, survivors, and yeah. I kind of like that, really. And then we go to this new tower in 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 Coruscant. Nice rain, scary, like you know, thundery. Yeah, this is this is the uh, and they're bringing uh, Anakin's uh, body. This is this is, is doom and gloom conscious. enters. Yeah, and then they and they're going to put give him some medical attention. Yeah. Why? Why? Because this is like the last five minutes of the movie, yeah. and. We're now just bridging all the things. I, that's what I said. That's, 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 really, that's, that is the the sad part when. And then the medical droid comes in and goes, "She's dying." Well, remember what we said? We said that unfortunately, this race of aliens does not know how to treat humans in childbirth. Well, Tim would say humanoid. Humanoid. Oh, by the way, if Tim's not listening humanoid. this far, I would be impressed. So I'm going to say Tim is an idiot and a jerk, and a, he's not a gentleman. And 
he thinks people in Star Wars are humanoids. Exactly. Clearly humans. Yes, Tim. <laughs> you smelly boy. Smelly boy. That's that. That's a reference to Baxter of the West. Oh, nice, nice. Where where General Grievous goes, smelly boy. So yeah, that'd be amazing if Tim was this famous. Tim, boy. you're not a gentleman. Tim, are you there? Are you there? Tim, reply to us now if you are here. Yeah, jump in the conversation now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, did we confirm it? I don't. I doubt I don't it. Know. I don't think no. it'll ever happen. Maybe. You never, you never know. Okay. I just wanted to listen to the Star Wars episode two one. I think. Did he? I think so. Wow. Okay. I remember he told me he said that it was interesting. Oh, good. Hearing, well, because he was visualizing different things. Well, good. Well, then um, this medical droid is like, for reasons unknown, she lost the will to live. Just yeah. Well, shut like, up. We said, like we said, like we said, these aliens. Like we pick of all the planets to pick. By the way, from, we know where we are, right? We're in the hospital. We're at the end of the hospital where Padme is going to give birth soon. And they go from all the planets we picked. We so the one, the one planet that they can't treat humans. This is our. This is uh, our interpretation. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> because, but for real, the she droid's lost like, the will, she to lost the will to live. And then they're like twins. She's carrying twins. The droid says. Yep. And then they go. And then so Yoda was present for this momentous occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, Obi Wan had to be there too. And so the gist is that she has babies. And they also squeeze in her naming the babies. In two seconds flat. Two seconds. Not, not even two seconds. Even Luke. But then there's this nice contrast, oh, yeah. you see, where oh, yeah. see Darth Vader is being born. And there was a great yell by uh, Hayden. Mm-hmm. Ah! Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good one. I like, yeah. I like that one. And we can see that medical droid from, uh, from Empire Strikes Back. Oh really? Where where did they, where were they this whole time? I know, man, that's the problem. That's the problem. So man. anyway, this Xbox controller um, droid is like. So we're back, by the way. We're back to the pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is 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 picking out these blue screen babies, and uh, Padme just goes, "Luke, it's a boy, Luke." <laughs> just just the first thing that comes up. <laughs> boy, Luke. It's a girl, Johnny. I don't know. Girl. Oops. Oh, oh, Leia. Oh, oh, she's dead. No. I'm going to call her Johnny. <laughs> You're going to have a bad time in school. <laughs> what can yeah. you say? What Luke you and say? Leia, and then apparently the mystery of who was born first was solved. Why, why was it a mystery? I don't know. No one knew, so now we know. It's, and like, then, it's like the mystery of Palpatine's first name. So then uh, Anakin finally gets all of his Darth Vader gear on in the other... Too soon. In the in other in the, in the in the tower in Coruscant. Back in the Coruscant Tower. What so do you think? explain to me... I think it's just too soon. Explain too to me. Too much too soon. Too much too soon. Where did this armor come from? What is it? Is it just regular armor? I always thought that Darth Vader had a custom suit. Well, of built. course. Everybody in the world would he know it's a custom suit. designed it himself. What an artist. But I mean, like... That was my idea. But, like, I thought, like, the Emperor... But here, the would... Emperor is just like, you know, give him a suit. That's what it ends up being. Yeah, because it's less it was iconic. never established. Nothing was established. Yeah, like, I thought Darth Vader would develop... His Darth Vaderisms. Like, like maybe we see images of this outfit somewhere in the prequels, somewhere or something. I don't something. know. Or we don't even have to see any of Darth Vader. Yeah. Like I said, we could cut. To yeah. A mid future, like Darth Vader five years down the road. Yeah. And then be like, oh, there's Darth Vader. Ah. Well, you, we could have cut you flash know? forward to see young Luke going. That's fine too. Oh, I sure hope I will have adventures someday. Well, maybe that's too much. But I'm saying, well, like, I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, like, in, but I'm comparison. saying that kind of thing would make sense because then it'll leave a mystery of how he got the suit. You don't have to show that. Yeah, like, leave that a mystery. Who knows how he got the suit? No, no. But we have to put Darth Vader because Darth Vader. Did you see that? This no. is an onslaught of product placement. 
with Darth Vader. Product placement? Well, Darth Vader's in episode three, so he's in every poster, every... Oh, of course, I remember that, yeah. Every product, cereal, Star Wars cereal, <laughs> and, you know, everything. He's just Darth Vader Darth all Vader over the place. Yeah, I know. To, to be honest, I liked how Darth Vader is just, you know, like... When you say the Frankenstein motif? On the platform, the Frankenstein motif at the end. Yeah. What do you think about James Earl Jones' first lines being, Where is Padme? Mm. Is she safe? I don't know. I think I think it works. You killed her. I think it works because it kind of concludes that. But we know. don't want to see Darth Vader. But going. yes, that is that is obviously the, I the problem because couldn't have. She was alive. It's kind of. It's, I felt it. It's kind of ruining the picture of Darth Vader being this complete terrible guy. Yeah. Here we're having him be again. Hey, Christians and uh, and I Anakin. like how he takes out like the cuffs, just mm-hmm. gets them out, and that's a very Frankenstein thing. He just comes. Out and steps down, but then everything the- gets killed when he goes. No, no. Why didn't that just for ten minutes? No, it should have been. And then the, the, the emperor should be like, "Calm down, calm down." No. no, it was bad. It was bad, man. I remember. I remember it was bad. It still is bad. Doesn't work. It's bad. It just shouldn't have been any Vader. No. no. Like they could have been like exposition of what will happen to Anakin. We will arm him, and he will become a symbol of our supremacy of the Empire. But then again, though, that again makes Anakin makes Darth Vader seem more of like a tool. That's good. It's good. I thought I thought he was supposed to be a big bad guy in Episode Four. Well, then we get to watch Episode Four. I, okay. The only thing I'm saying is that we just need to establish the fact that there's going to be a Vader. You know, there's going to be something that Anakin will turn into because we don't want to show Vader in the movie. Oh, that's what you mean. I see. Yeah. yeah. So that minus him becoming Darth Vader yeah. in the suit. Yeah, that makes sense. He will become. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and it's okay. Just allude to it. We don't have to yeah. conclude everything. Yeah, but no, 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 no. We're forcing everything. <laughs> everything. Tantin's and so now, here, now comes Yoda's the last here. debriefing with Yoda. And and Jimmy Smith's yeah, hero, and Obi Wan of the age, they're talking about what to do next. So Jimmy Smith says, "I'll take Leia." Clearly, because she's easier to raise. Yeah. And then and then Obi Wan's like, "Ha ha, no no no, <laughs> oh, yeah. girls, what they did into teenagers." Oh. <laughs> and yep. um, and then uh, then he's like, "What should we do with?" Uh, and Obi Wan's like. Uh, we'll take him to Tatooine. No, Yoda's like, Yodo. Take him to Tatooine. Yoda's like, take him to Tatooine. And then, and then for some reason, and then Yoda said, because they, have to, because they have to be, because they have to be separated. Yeah, why? Oh, so they won't Because learn. there's too much force concentration. Oh, yeah, the midichlorians. The, midi- the midichlorians made slow. They made only one reference. their way in there, yeah. They, they, they kind of. But yeah, so because there's too much there. force power, so we yeah. have to separate them. Darth Vader. What does your Medichlorian counter say? No! <laughs> 10,000, my master. 10,000, my master. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Punch in the coordinates. A good plan. And he punches in the coordinates on his chest piece, remember? Oh, yes! Punched in. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Obi-Wan decides to take uh, Luke. You know? I know. After all this, after all that happened, you know, Obi-Wan says, Luke, Tatooine, got it. Perfect I'll do fit. it, Master Yoda. And Yoda's like, but wait! 
There's one person that you may know came from the netherworld of the Force. Darth Maul? I wish. I'm still thinking, I'm still clutching still to Darth, Darth Maul. And he's like, No, it's Qui-Gon. Who? Qui-Gon. Your own master, Qui-Gon. Do we, cool, do we get to see him? No. <laughs> well, we get to see Vader. Oh, we get to see Vader. I remember this pretty cool, though, the Qui-Gon reference, because, you know, in the theater, Who I, knows about watching it? Yeah. I remember watching it, I was like, that's cool, because we get a little reference to the first one. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he goes to Tatooine, and that's and that's that. So, Padme's dead. By the way, did you, what an afterthought that was. Padme died. <laughs> yeah, again, Padme, passive Padme. Unfortunate, but... What can you do? I don't know. I don't know why she still has a pregnant belly. In the funeral? Yeah. In Naboo? Yeah. I no one has explained that to me. I don't either. There's a bump. There's a baby bump. Why? I mean, on two, Doesn't make two any ten. Sense. Just go to two ten. Two on ten. Movie. Doesn't make any sense. Um, zero sense. And, the, and then the funeral music plays, and we see a, a Naboo funeral. Is for, Jar Jar at the for funeral? For a former queen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't miss that. He wouldn't miss that. And then there's, see, there she is. Um, I, we forget it. It's always the we're end. Comments. Her we're, parents we're, from the deleted scenes. We're basically her doing parents and her little sister. Over the video and now. oh, there he is. There's Jar Jar Hero. It's all Here's his the, fault. All his fault. But I wish. Apparently, he's and a hero. And there's Boss Nass, and he should have been. This is all your fault. <laughs> you say fault. We're under empire. This new empire. This new empire. Who's to blame? Uh, pass. Misa? You, you benched one more time. Murder, kill him. Banished to Mustafa. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You will scrape the lava. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Thanks for that. This is the last. This, this you know, this is, is this is apparently the last. Uh, Star Wars thing going on, and then we even see we even see Shakespeare. Well, this was the last that we would ever know because we thought, for all we knew, this is the last Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, and this is how it. This is how, this is how we get our our ending, our swan song, and then we have Shakespeare Man at two eleven eleven. You must contact me, Mm -hmm. and then we have this new queen who's in one second. We're still, we're still at the funeral, by the way. Yeah, in the funeral, in the boo funeral. One second, and I still know the name of the actress. Okay. Keisha Castle Hughes. Nice. I don't know why. She played Mary Magdalene. No, no, no. She played Mary, the Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. in the Nativity story. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. She's a, I think she's a Kiwi. She's a Kiwi. Interesting. Or an Aussie. One of those. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. This is an Australian production, after all. And, Always forget. And then we see Padme's palm, and she's holding the little thing that, she, that Jake Lloyd made her. No, Anakin, Jake Lloyd. <laughs> and then look what okay, happens. Finally, okay, now we're just kind of you know just it just you know uh, spirals out of control. Yes, yeah, spirals out of control, and we get full blown empire. Empire strikes back. Or yeah, Imperials officers, Tarkin. Just, Everyone's ready. Like it's like they were just waiting for Darth Vader to show up to put on their suits. Hoop. Yep. What? Run up. Jump up. Ba-ping! It's yeah. just, what is this? And then they see the Death Star and like, being we built. We built this place a week ago. And Darth Vader's just like, mm. they're already building the Death Star. Yes. Day one. Yes. Couldn't have been 10 years later Our they built plans the Death Star? Have I always been thought done. the Death Star was built at least uh, like a couple of years before we met Luke. Yeah. Star Wars. 
Like, it's brand new, man. Brand spanking new. And not 20 years old Death Star they built right after the battle. Do not underestimate the power of the dark side. Maybe there's a prototype and they built it and it malfunctioned. Remember, they always have problems with that. Some rebels. The weaknesses? Yeah. So the original, that one blew up by itself. And then we get to uh, Alderaan. The only time we see Alderaan. The only time. And then we see Jimmy Smith and his wife. Mm-hmm. I love how we say Jimmy Smith. It's Jimmy Smith. Okay, just <clears throat> Jimmy Smith is uh, Bail Organa. Organa. Yeah, he's, he's, you know. So their planet is pretty much the Alpine planet. Yeah, that's cool. I wouldn't mind being there. Yeah, Alderaan is... is, is Alderaan seems nice. Is, is, yeah. And then we go to Tatooine. This is it, guys. This is the last scene. Tatooine. Halloween. To the moisture farm. To the flats. He's, he's delivering the baby to young Owen Lars and 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 Baru, Baru. Lars. Baru Lars. And there he is, little Skywalker. Now he's going to be raised, little Sky Baby Walker, to the future, to Episode Four, and goes full circle. Da, 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 like, like, like so which sets up a great film because Owen isn't even want to greet. No. Obi-Wan, which sets up a great film idea for me to make a movie out of. That is so true. We'll get Ian McGregor and we'll make a Star Wars movie where we can see Obi-Wan and uh, Owen's feud, Mm -hmm. how to raise Luke, and Obi-Wan getting into all kinds of criminal activity and, you know, sorting things out, living as a Jedi hermit. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, he's he's in Tatooine for a long time. New characters, all kinds of great stuff. And we're going to learn a little bit about Obi-Wan's... Sorry, I'm advertising my own movie (laughs) that I would love to make. But anyway... And it's Yojimbo, pretty much. That's kind of like, uh, that, that would be a, a great idea. Okay, so uh, this is the ending of the film. Owen and Baru just look at the twin sunsets or sunrise, who knows, and uh, Obi-Wan just buggers off with his um, creature that turns extinct later on. Right. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the background, the, ba- the blue screen background is uh, still framed because this, the grain doesn't move on the oh, background. Really also here, it doesn't move. And, uh, and this is almost it. So they're looking the at the sunsets. Da, 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 the force set. Here comes. Say the ending. No, no, you just oh concluded the ending. Okay. They're looking at the two sunsets, holding Luke in their arms. Looking to the horizon, anticipation. Okay, wow! I can't believe we made through the whole thing. I don't know. I feel like this is hour twenty. What's the movie time? Sorry, two twenty. Sorry, two hours and twenty minutes. Two hours fourteen. We were just behind by five minutes. That's that's better than being longer. Being longer, better than being longer. So, in conclusion, episode right, three is, conclusion. after watching it, I felt like it was the best of the three prequels. But Story I feel like... Story-wise, is the best idea. Yeah, well, to me, it was the best out of the three prequels. Best out of three, for sure. Uh, but it had definitely its major flaws, which were common, which it shared with shared its the thread precursors. Shared of, of the problem within yeah. the prequels, yeah. which we have... I th- Hopefully, we've pointed out some Which is things. framing, drama, em- emotion, uh, lines, execution. and executions, and uh, decisions on what effects to use and how to use them. But and I think ultimately, like we said, some kind of sense of flow. The first and but, second don't really have No, but this flow. one this kind one of This one gets did. better. Yeah. This one gets better. This one gets better. 
or pacing. And it, it and, it, and it had a it ties things yeah, it had a conspiracy going on. And the what's good about this film is that you don't have to think too much about what the plot is. You just watch it. Yeah. And you go, ah. yeah. Because the movie first is one telling is, you, what happened? showing what happened? you. What happened? The first one's like, what happened last scene? What, what, yeah. what's going on here? And yeah. Same with the second as well. So yeah, I mean, all in all, I think, um, you know, the reason why the third one is interesting to watch is because it's the last. Yeah. And it's the it. it's the one that has the most story built in from the beginning. Right, and so. you already get this, like you said, built in already. We know what's going to happen in the story. Mm-hmm. And but apart from that, unfortunately, like you said, it suffers suffers like unfortunately the rest of the three films in those multiple yeah. multiple elements that don't seem to work for the film. Because again, like I said, to finally to kind of conclude it is that if you grant the film. Kind of, if you grant, always oh, said execution, acting, direction, all these different things. If you grant those things to the film, I think how it structured the movie and the ideas in the film, they would work. But unfortunately, it doesn't. The movie isn't supporting itself yeah. in trying to present yeah. those ideas, and so that's why we get some dialogue like, you know, only because I'm so in love, and so on. Wow, oh, that's because I'm only I'm so in love with you, and so on. And so that's pretty much it, I think. Jedi are evil. Then you are lost. Yeah, but I, I do. Think, but I yeah. do like that we saw. I think George Lucas is way better at getting the dark side in there. Hmm, yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah. Like at least it was interesting seeing the relationship between Palpatine and Vader and how he's wanting to get another apprentice and blah 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 blah. All that kind of stuff. I, I wish I could have seen more of, and I wish it was like more fleshed out and more in depth, and mm-hmm. we could we could really see like these characters come to life. Yep. And, um, yeah, that's all I can say. And I think George Lucas did the best one here. But I feel like his passion was still on number one, but well, it didn't one, work very well. Number one, though, is interesting is number one has, I think, a better overall, um, like it kind of has the most solid feel in a sense, mm-hmm. like not just, like visually mostly. It's yeah, like yeah, because... It has a characteristic. Yeah, that's right. It had a characteristic because it felt like they were trying to make a new yeah. Star Wars. Like there's like clean slate new Star Wars they're trying to create. And it felt like it was trying to do that. Yeah, it was. And then the second one, I think, doesn't really It's have, like a compromise. Doesn't kind of. really have much of flavors. No. And then we have the third one, which... Just tried again, to it's like it. it's Like you said, there's a lot going on in there. Yeah. And it doesn't feel also less as flavorful. But then you have those elements that... Uh, the story elements that kind of keep it interesting. I think that's pretty much it. And that's say? episode three. We're done with the prequels. I think we're done. Wow, I can't believe we actually did one, two, and three. And uh, actually, we did, we did one, I, two, and three in order, didn't we? We did Goongas. Yeah. We did Goongas, then, then we, did we did five. Five. And, and then, then we, we did two, then three. three. And next month? Well, next, it would be more fun, I think, next month. Return so of the Jedi. Finally, we can watch Return, Return of the Jedi. Which has Luke wearing the official Jedi costume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which should have been the official costume. Anything else? Anything else you want to say? I let the Star Destroyer to prepare for my arrival. I wish I could do a better video. Palpatine, my buttons aren't working yet. My buttons aren't working. You're going to have to help me. Um, I, I can't see where I'm pressing. You're going to have to help me. i got to get used to this button system. <laughs> i got to get used to the button system. The red is the what? Here, what? Here. what? Here, let me do it. Let me. The red. The green. <laughs> What's this transparent one? Yeah, do? Uh, but look, um, as oh, a, the fan is on. You know, but like as an achievement, great. I'm glad George Lucas stuck to his guns and made movies. You know, yeah, I think that is something that has to be said. You know, mm-hmm. like he did it, mm-hmm. and he accomplished. Yeah. At least he accomplished what he wanted to do. Yeah, 
whether or not we like it or not is a different story. Yeah. But he did it, and I think that, yeah. It's great. And it, Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about this next cool. time. Cool. So I think we've pretty much said everything we wanted to. Yep, we went through the entire film. And I hope you guys who listened out mm-hmm. there, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that it was somewhat interesting. I hope that... Uh, For some reason, I hope, I feel I hope like... we didn't... Because uh, we kind of, at the beginning, we... Uh, yeah. We tried to describe everything like we usually did, but then halfway through the movie, we started doing semi-commentary yeah. over the video. Sorry. So if That's you're I'm lost, afraid. I'm afraid that this one will if you're be lost, lost. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's fine. But if you're lost, the only problem might be if you're lost visually, you know, badly describing locations. Mm-hmm. Then I think then if... Okay, tell us this. Tell us if you were lost. If you were tell lost... Us. We tell will, us now! We, we will not use visuals next time. Yeah. Because then we can just focus on trying to remember. The story I have to be forced to describe things. Excellent. Dark side. Okay, guys. Um, have a great... Next next Time. episode will probably be like a next episode will chill zone with, with Timmy probably. Um, well, I just want to put a nice badge number two two years now. Do it. Do the big badge for two. We can play yep. music or something. Yeah, that sounds pretty good actually. Da, 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 da. All right, have a great time, guys. Have a good time now. Have a good time now. And enjoy your morning or evening or rest of the day. Yeah. And have a great. Week and day and month. Alrighty. Wait, wait. I just this is a good ending. Okay. Someone said, uh, "What? Guess what the last line, last spoken line in episode three will be? You know? Oh, really? This is before before the movies came out and at original trilogy, I think, or something. And people were guessing. You know, what could it be? Some kind of dramatic thing. It turns out it was just C three PO going, "Oh dear," or something like that. Oh, really? But I think that's perfect because it loops because the first line in episode four is C-3PO going, did you hear that? Or something like that. So C-3PO says the last line and the... And the first line. Ever spoken in like in the production order, right? Mm-hmm. But other people had this had these other ideas like and they thought that maybe... And this is going to be the ending for our podcast, like okay. episode, uh, that Yoda would just be... No, Obi-Wan, a new hope there may be. <laughs> so he's saying the title of the movie. Really? That was like speculated? Yeah. I wonder who wrote that in his basement. 